Welcome back, everybody, to the Dusty Bender Podcast. I am Chance Watson with you as always, Taylor Wells. Wells, we got a we got a we got a, brew, a, a battle raging right now. Yeah, we've declared war. We've thrown down the gauntlet. We've we've dropped the gloves. Yeah, if you know anything about me, I'm a total fighter. That's so. <laughs> uh. Our t- is if uh, if our listeners have have or have not noticed, we've been stepping up our Twitter game recently, and uh, somebody else uh, had the gall, the audacity, the absolute fucking audacity to start another Red Wings podcast. Oh jeez, how like, many are we up to? Uh, like forty? At least forty-five, sixty. Yeah, like at least. like there's so m- like you can't even count all the Red Wings. But po- how much as a Red Wings fan? How long can you talk about the pros and cons and the X factors of fucking Jake Wallman? Okay. <laughs> Some people fucking brush their teeth to that shit, dude. Like, Jesus I mean, there's there's always content. You Christ, know? I oh, I, I we're really scraping the bottle of the barrel then. Um, yeah. Um, they 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 recently had the gall to uh, say that they're going for the most toxic hockey podcast, which is a mantle that we have always held. I mean, everyone in the everyone in the industry knows it's us. I don't, right? You know, come on. Well, no, that's the point. Like, the, nobody knows who we are. Ergo, we, we're underground still. Like, right. they're 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 Nirvana after they got popular, and Kurt Cobain no wanted to be Nirvana anymore because the whole fun part of it is like we we are underground, we are right. indie. Like, who wants to who wants to go to their concert when they've sold like a few albums and shit? No, right. Like, Come on, dude. Like, we're, you know, we're we're out here uh, just scraping by selling tickets you right. know, at the front door, right? Right. Come on. Standing in the rain with Come our on, head dude. down low. Didn't didn't they also say, like, they could outdrink us or something as I'm Yeah, they also did say that. As I'm on beer two, like, right. it's, th- in th- the th- morning th- on a Sunday. Get out of here. Is, I don't know. Where, I, we'll probably never meet these people, so it doesn't really matter. But, like, maybe one we day. Will. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. Maybe, maybe we should go to a Wings game with them okay. or something. I mean, maybe, right. you know. See who can yell at Wallman louder? (laughs) That sounds like a pretty good... Hey, Jake Wallman, you suck! Hey, Jake Wallman, you eat dicks! (laughs) Just try to one-up him every time, you know? (laughs) What what can we say that's worse than what you did about Jake poor fucking Wallman? You fucking take that... You take that two-way contract and you shove it right up your ass! Yeah! (laughs) Hope you never see the light of the ice again! Uh, yeah, poor Jake no, Wallman has no idea what's happening. No, you know what's perfect for our like brand on Twitter is if you get mm. in, if you know, if we if we continue to get into like Twitter battles with other podcasts, I think that's a successful business model. I think I think we should just continue to pick fights with yeah. all of them. No, I mean that yeah. sounds right, reasonable, right? I- <laughs> Come on, why wouldn't it be? <laughs> I, I i all right we're on brand now so uh right now 313 podcast is now in our shit shit list yeah um uh yeah um you know what uh congratulations on your red wings podcast it's super original that is that is not an idea that no no one has ever had that idea before at all yeah i mean <laughs> sheesh if it's working though right like a, you know like uh like if if you know if there's so many podcasts, you know, you know it's got that's it. the fucking sad part. Not, be not some to content. not to compliment somebody that we just called out, but like that's the sad part. There are Red Wings fans out there that literally will just jump from one Red Wings podcast to the next and listen to the same fucking takes over and over and over. 
You I know mean, why? Because I'm one of those fucking people. I know you are. You're a fucking degenerate, <laughs> dude. You're an absolute degenerate. <laughs> Listen to Brad Crisco whine on the Wing Wheel podcast and then jump over to the grind line where they actually like talk about hockey for a second. There's only like three Ducks podcasts, really. I mean, there's like a few other ones, but okay. there's only three that really mean anything. Yeah. The main one, I just can't stand the two guys. Yeah. Oh, I fucking lose my shit. I'm literally just like I. Brad, I, Chris, Brad Crisco block, blocked me on Twitter. Well, he should. I I'm thinking about it too, but <laughs> fuck. After, after that call out with the Zegras, dude. Yeah. Jesus. I get on Twitter and to, only to find you're just fucking going off on my ducks. Like I just, from the main account too. God damn. I was trying to. I was just trying to find like that day. I was just trying to find like cider hate posts and i was gonna retweet them <laughs> cider hate posts it's like too bad too up. bad you couldn't find them because he is perfect so well yeah he doesn't say anything he's fucking boring <laughs> as shit he literally just goes to work does his job goes home and plays with his fish or something i don't know what he does <laughs> yes, he's, he's gotta have a, he's got a beta you know probably. he does he throws on a bow tie and he and he just oh look, yeah look at this fish this is nice fish i sit on back patio and think about life now <laughs> Like, I don't know what he does, dude. Just sits in a room until he needs to go out and save the Red Wings defense again. He doesn't even know what NHL 22 is, dude. Like, he's, <laughs> like he wouldn't even... He'd be like, I'm on what cover? He'd be like, I don't know what that is. There is there is a great there is a great uh, uh like hot mic um, they're like they're like you know those those te- like when the organization tries to do something internal mm-hmm. and they have them they like force the players to do games. What's your favorite taco? Oh yeah, some horse shit. So like Cider's waiting for this excruciating thing before they go live, and he just leans into the mic real close and he goes, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Everybody looks at him like, "Dude, we're we're it's a hot mic." He's, oh you, fuck! You oh realize, shit! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People would just think it's like uh, what do you what do you call it where you, like they add the additions? Um, yeah. Uh, what's that show on Parks and Rec? It's the the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I mean? mm. Me so horny that shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of actually, uh, so talking to players, um, let's let's one of the things we want to talk about is the it, surprise, surprise. We're gonna talk about the fucking Kraken first. Yeah. Um, but we we do know. Listen, uh, listeners of the last episode from a month ago, we know that we still owe you an Eastern Conference wrap up, and we're yeah, gonna get we're to trying, it. We're trying. You know, we're gonna get to it. Promise. Um, but at the moment, we got it. You know, we start with Kraken first. Uh. I, I was not too not I mean unless I missed something no huge transactions or anything from the Kraken. Um, I know they they hired on some people. Um, isn't it not EJ Raddick? But uh, I think it's Olchek, isn't it? Yeah, Olchek. Olchek is coming on to the the calling department. Um, so are they throwing him between the glass? Is that what they're doing? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't I don't huh. really know. Um, I just know that he's going to be part of the calling team. Um, as far as lineup stuff, I, I keep still, you know, because I'm a bored hockey fan in the middle of August, um, I keep looking at daily faceoff. I don't see Shane Wright in the lineup. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I have to believe that this is just an error on their part. Like they haven't updated it because I just don't, we don't need to get into the, the you know, the positives and negatives of Shane Wright making the team in the first year. But, um, God, I, you know, if he's not really worried about that team. Uh, honestly, I think I think what it is with daily faceoff is they don't want to take that chance, right? So like, yeah. 
you know, dr- freshly drafted. I'd be curious to see if the Canadians have Slavs. Slavkovsky on their fucking yeah, roster, right? Like, point. like maybe that's just what it is. Um, Even though you know he's making the lineup, he's gotta, dude. There, there's, uh, they, they must have been doing like an inner squad scrimmage or something. But the, he, they showed like the the Texier shootout goal, like yeah, you know, that he did, and they're like, oh my god, his dick has to be so fucking big, like oh Jesus my god, Christ. dude, like come on, bro, it's fucking practice, like okay, I, I you can be excited about it, but like. Come on, dude. I do this shit in men's league. Like, I just fuck around and I do it, right? Like, come on now. Uh, yeah, but anyways, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure that's what it is. It, there's just no excuse for not slotting him in. You have center depth issues. Yeah. Right? You do. I mean, the worst, the best case Look. scenario is, is Beneers is a... Is a is a one right like that's yeah. I, I would I'd be okay with that I think that's okay. Who and the I fuck is going to be your third line right? I understand like, we're on. arguing about minutia here. Like the the problem with this with this Kraken team is not, like the the forward lines are actually not bad. Like they're not it's, it's not an elite team up there. But it's sure. with with the additions they've made over the summer and I and I want to hit on Burakovsky. Is that his Burakovsky? Yep. Uh, I, I want to hit on Burakovsky for a second because I was listening to an interview of why he came to the Kraken. Um, like the the problem with this team right now is like the gaping problem is not the forward lineup. Like we're kind of arguing about minutia at this point on center depth. Mm-hmm. Like once again, the the biggest question mark is the goaltending and the defense. I mean, we've seen it last year. Like this right. this defense. Like it's basically a watered down version of last year's defense that's coming back, and it's not good. Yeah, I think like, in, in their defense. The defense did play a little bit better down the stretch, right? And and they added they yeah. added a they added a guy like Schultz who can you know drive the play a little bit. But I, I agree with you. I think I think yeah. Now now we've defense transitioned. Is still, de- yeah. defense is still the biggest problem on this team. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that I think they've added enough. Like again, they're still not elite, but they've added enough depth and mid range scoring. Like you've got like you know if we get. Let's set the bar super low. If Matty Beniers puts up 25 goals this year, I'd be happy with that. Sure. I'd be happy with that. Um, if Jared McCann can put up, you know, 25, 30, that's great. Um, if, uh, again, we'll set the bar real low. If Shane Wright's a 20-goal scorer, I'm happy with that. That's a great season if he's a 20-goal scorer. That's a great season. Like, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, but you need guys like Jordan Everle to fucking step up. Jaden Schwartz a, to to not Jayden get fucking Schwartz hurt to not be terrible. Yanni Gord needs to fucking actually show that you know it's there was there was always that hope. You know he comes over from Tampa and it's like he was just buried on a deep roster and he was never going to get starting time. And once he does that, he'll actually blossom. And we haven't seen that. Now, granted, I understand he was hurt last year, but you're you're going to need him to take a step forward. Um, Burakovsky is uh, you know if Burakovsky just continues to do what he does. That's fine. Sure. So as long as he doesn't take a step back, we're going to be happy with that. And I think, um, so going to that, Burakovsky, uh, he was talking about why he signed with the Kraken because, you know, obviously he was a, you know, pretty coveted free agent. Right. Um, one of those one of those guys that is probably not worth what he was asking, but he's, but he's good and he was going to be one of the more sought after free agents. Mm-hmm. Um, still young, still a good player. Uh, he said he signed with the Kraken because they got to, like, he turned down bigger offers. He signed with the Kraken because they wanted him on day one. Sure. Like, as soon as free, like, bef- you know, well, okay, unofficial, you can't talk to anybody before free agency. Right. But, 
on day one, they were knocking on the door. Right. Like they they reached out. They like we want this player. And you know what that tell you know what that tells me is it is that's the analytics department doing a little bit of the research because he is he I mean just like Bjorkstrand he's a, he's a bit of an analytics guy, uh, but that tells me that that like people want to come here because of the like. And it's the same thing with like the Mariners and, and stuff like that, right? It's just a Seattle thing, like they, they like the, the it's just kind of a it's just a culture, right? So I think I think you know bringing in a guy like Burakovsky, who that's where that's why he's signing here is like that's mm-hmm. somebody that like clearly you know wants to be here, but also it's it's mostly because like they're dedicated to me, right? Like they they they. You know, that means a lot to him in order for, you know, them to, to kind of go, hey, you know, you're the guy for us. We're going to we're going to stick you on the first line because we don't really we don't really have anybody else that's going to go on the first line. Right. Like you, you're you going to come be a first line player instead of, you know, maybe he was getting more money for like second second line shit. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, like he's he is the first line guy there. I mean, it's, it's pretty, you know, maybe McCann, I think, would be the other argument for that first line left wing. But, um, you know. Yeah, so I, I think I think that does that holds a lot of water, and I think that really shows like a good, you know, he's dedicated to the team because of something like that. I think is just is just a benefit. So yeah, um, yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah, I think it's really interesting with the crack, and we've basically flip flopped from when we drew, drafted in the expansion, right? We've basically gone from okay, you know, our defense is solid, our, our goaltending should be pretty decent. Uh, we just don't have any forwards to. We're gonna we're gonna win some two one games. Right, like now, like now, there's really no excuse. This this team, you know, you could argue is is close to at least three lines deep, right? If you get Shane yep. right in there, um, I think that's three lines pretty deep. Little little young, little unproven, but in, I mean, unless Maddie flourishes, we still don't have a true superstar. True, but I think like there, we got there time is, for it. There's good there's good players, you know. Like there's there's great there's great players even on this team mm-hmm. in theory. Um, but we don't have a genuine, like, you know, top 20 in the league superstar. Not yet. I, uh, yeah. Grubauer is supposed to be that, but at this point, as long as he gets a save percentage above 900 this year, I'll be happy with him. Yeah. I just, with with Beneers' fucking motor, like, his fucking wheels on top of... He seems, of... like, I fucking love this kid's attitude. Oh, yeah. He's a fucking leader, dude. He is so fucking happy. Um, Another thing to add, and I just, I just remembered this... Um. Shane Wright was not, and not, neither was Maddie. They were not at that junior. That, they were not in that that tournament. Which one? Um, oh, this this weekend or uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The recent yeah, one. Yeah, they they didn't go to this, which because which is telling. They've made it very clear that they want to play in the NHL. They're not going to focus. They're not focusing on this. They they are focusing on playing for the NHL this year. So, and I just, I, I guess maybe what's the alternative? Like you're gonna you're gonna really put Shane Wright down in the AHL. You can't. You you can't. You can't with their deal because I believe he plays in the OHL or has played. And their de- right. the AHL's deal with the OHL is that they either play in the NHL or they play in the OHL. They can't be on an OHL team and play in the AHL. So literally so, you cannot. He's it's either NHL or you send him back to juniors thanks. which he he played really well in the second half, right? He's he's above that league at this point. So right. yeah, I think I think it just makes the most sense unless he shits the pool at at uh at camp, uh, he's yeah. a, he's the third line center. You move Gort, you move Yanni over to the fucking right wing, and you're good to go. Fuck, arguably he's the second line center. Well, I think yeah, but in Francis's eyes, Wenberg is the number one center. I think I think if Francis looked at fucking daily faceoff, he'd be pissed Dude. about it. 
I swear to God. Dude, I, he's got a chub for that guy. I don't know what the deal is, man. I don't know. He's, oh my God, he passes so good. Uh, 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 uh. What, what did Morris... Did you see that? Did you see that tape to tape? What did, what did, what did Cider do on the on the hot mic? Uh. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? <laughs> That's Francis for fucking Lindbergh, dude. <laughs> From the press box? Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh. Bring me another water, Sven. Jesus. Loses every fucking face off, but he yeah. can. When he gets the puck, he can fucking pass it like a motherfucker. Hey man, he can find some sticks occasionally. He's got he's got a shot equivalent to Chance Watson, but oh god, yeah, he bad. shoots with the butt end of his stick, dude. I <laughs> I am I, I was a I'm a very uh, very aware of my skills when I played, and uh, my shot was not one of my strong suits. Dude, you're the fucking you were just the third line grinder that they put in. They just sent into the corners to go dig it out, huh? Oh yeah, I, I would get. Oh no, no. It my okay. No, <laughs> when I started playing hockey, like I always had great. I had great uh, um, situational awareness, good you know uh, hockey logic, mm-hmm. and I was a great passer, um, and I was great positionally. So like I, when we were younger, I was one of the best defensemen. Like I always took pride, a lot of pride, in my plus minus. Like I was always in the plus. Um, I was, and I was great and I was a, a good quarterback on the power play because like I could, I could thread the, I could thread the needle. Mm-hmm. Like I could pass the puck like no other, but as we st- kept getting older and other people kept getting taller <laughs> and I didn't, uh, <laughs> you know, my, my ability to clear out a, somebody who's six, three from the front of our net was, uh, kind of hampered unless I was going to, you know, uh, Buckle stick him it. in the groin. Yeah, buckle his fucking knees out, huh? Yeah, unless I wanted to fucking just completely cripple the kid. Good. Um, there was no way that I was moving somebody who was twice my height almost. So I had to like, I had to work on my speed and work on my hand because I still didn't have a shot. So I had to work on my hands and I had to work on my speed and become a winger because I just, even though I still had great situational where it didn't matter if I was in the right spot, I was getting fucking run over. <laughs> So I had to I had to switch up my game a little bit. Yeah, I I always love defense. I, I'm still a defenseman at heart. I fucking love that position. I w- if I have the chance in men's league, I'll fucking jump onto the D because that's just I mean men's league because I'm lazy. But you know that, that's that a, too. That's yeah. a great position. You just you, you kind of I don't know. You, you, like cool, you can score goals in beer league, but like I don't know if I if I can stop the, the opposing best player from you know scoring any goals that's that feels pretty fucking good too so right well you can kind of architect it you know like you can you can set up plays and you can orchestrate that kind of stuff and that was because i i always like to say that i was a better coach than i was a player so like but from a defensive perspective you can kind of do that like you can you can be the architect that sets up a play and gets things going like based on based on your first pass out of the zone you essentially decide what path you're going to take down the ice. That guy's either getting his head taken off, or we could protect, right. you know, we have a glass right. Well, here. yeah, but you know, like, but de- depending on your decision mm-hmm. behind the net or near near your circles, it's it's a okay. Is this a you know? Is this a straight up the ice play? Are we you know are we breaking it out? Are we? Is this a transition game? Like, how are we going to do this? Like, if I'm skating it up the ice. They know what they know what to do. Mm-hmm. If I'm making a you know a cross ice pass, if I'm doing a drop back pass, like we know what that's going to do. Like it, you're setting up the play, right? 
but you can't just do that to anybody. You've got to have you have to have somebody back there that can read the ice and understand the situation. Right. You know, send out that you're not going to drop it behind you for your winger to swing down low and pick up the puck if the other team is in mid change. Like you're going to look for that stretch pass or that winger shit. Yeah, <laughs> or that winger is shit. Or that, wing, also. or that winger is totally garbage and can't. Yeah, and I'm. Oh, I guess I'm skating the puck up again. Uh, guess we go here. We go again. You guys are all bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh shit. shit. Okay. Uh, so we got the Kraken out of the way. Um, a few things on the West Coast we still needed to talk about before we get to the East, um, and we'll just kind of do some rapid fire thoughts. Um, I think we should let's let's do Uyghur and Huberdo real quick. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And and we can even get into this a little bit with when we get to Florida because we'll get the Kachuk side of things. But right. Um, so Uyghur and Huberdo uh, resign sort of with with the Flames. Um, they are both essentially locked up for long term. Uh, well, no. Or, so Uyghur is not, but he's he wants to be ju- there. So I don't. I just don't. I, they just did a video of him like going in and putting on a jersey and like. Are you sure? Ah, oh, dude, I couldn't find it. You fucking no. There's there. I I swear to God, I just if if this didn't happen, then this is like legit Mandela effect stuff. I swear to God, I saw. I swear to God, I did too. So I wonder. So because because August fourth, August fourth was Huberto signed for his eight year contract. August eighteenth was Kadri at seven years at seven seven million cap. So. That's what TSN has, and this is a Canadian fucking market. If they missed a Mackenzie Weger signing, but yeah, I'm with you. I honestly, I I could have swore he fucking signed already. Maybe it was just like me, you know, with with all the with all the cotton candy, just loving Dude, the Calgary Flames. I Plains swear for a he bit. did. Yeah, no, I, I I guess not. I did a little digging too. So you're right. Oh my god, yeah. I this this is definitely legit. Like Mandela effect shit. Yeah. Like I swear, Berenstein, Berenstein Bears. Like I thought it. I thought it was like a, a five year deal or a three year deal, and it was. It was. Uh, God, what am I? So M- Mangiapane signed for. Am three I just years. confusing it? Yeah, maybe, am I just confusing like, something? Maybe I don't know, but I, I'm with you. I thought Mackenzie Weger had signed already. That's why we okay. looked it up this morning. All right. Well, I'm, I guess I'm wrong, and yeah. that's not the first time. Won't be the last. Yeah, time. Won't be the okay, last, so yeah. Huberto's locked up. Sounds like Mackenzie Weger will too. Um, that, to me, in my eyes, I don't think there's much argument on this. I think that makes Calgary a, a trade winner. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I I think that you you and I talked about this before. Like we weren't going to make a final judgment initially on that. We needed to see if Huberdeau and Weger, like if Huberdeau and Weger were just rentals and they had to trade pieces off again, then I I would have said that Florida won this. Um, but now that they're locked up, essentially. One of them for sure. Uh, I I mean I think this is a this is a Calgary win. Yeah, hundred percent. Then they just Even, signed somebody. T- didn't they just sign a free agent too? That kind of Cadre man. That's right. Okay, Cadre. Yeah. Yeah. No, they they definitely like you know, man. They, it's just funny because Florida's Florida's GM was probably like, yeah, here's two guys I for sure can't sign. Good yeah. fucking luck, and here's a first round pick to to go with it, right? Like, uh, jokes on you, bub. Right. You know. So like I mean I mean think about think about the that three right like that that combo of three and don't forget that you have fucking Lindholm and Mangiapane there too still um, you got Huberto Kadri and if you can get Weger filled in that's a pretty decent little trio there for the next five years the de- right like that's de- pretty this solid. defense this defense is frightening a little stacked or bad 
like good. Yeah. Noah Hafenin, Rasmus Anderson, Mackenzie Weger, Chris Tanev, Nikita Zadorov, and Oliver Kylington. Kylington had a breakout season last year, and he's on the third line. Yeah. Yep. Like and Rasmus Anderson, I, honestly, like had a slightly down year, so it'd be curious. He, like he could easily bounce back. Big bounce time. back. Yeah. Um. God, this is. Th- I'm. I love that defense. Like this is. I'm getting vibes of like this is a solid. This is not a top-heavy team like Toronto. Like, this is a... This is a solid... I mean... I think this Fourth is... line... Milan Luka, Kevin Rooney, and Trevor Lewis on the fourth line. That's a that's a solid fourth line. I think this this has... This team definitely has cut potential. They could they could add a... They could tweak with their third line a little bit. I so, don't know anything about Pellet, Pelletier. He's just young. He's just a young kid. Okay. So, okay. I mean, that's that's what you want in a third line, right? You got your, you got your backbone in, in Backland. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Dylan Dubé is is a good third liner. You know, a little bit of offense, mostly yeah. defense. But then, yeah, you can stick this kid and God, just let him Huberto, play. Uh, Huberto, Lindholm, and Toffoli. That's a dangerous fucking that's line. That's stupid. That I think a, that is. I think to me, you're you're arguing that's top five first line in the NHL. Sure, right? yeah, sure. And I think what's crazy is you jump down to that second line and like, yeah, sure, Blake Coleman isn't going to move the needle a, a bunch on offense, but no, Kadri and, and Mangiapane like. With Coleman, yeah, fuck yeah, like go go, yeah. like that's also a defensive second line that can go get some goals. Like, man, that's, yeah. this is a pretty nasty little lineup here. Yeah, it's uh, this is a good team. Uh, I think they got better, right? I mean, you signed Kadri. I think they they got better. God, who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Like, how could you possibly know that? Like, there's no like you just you hear without any context. You go Johnny Gaudreau and Kachuk are leaving, right? You're fucked. You're like, there is no way that this team will look better right. after that happens. And I think I'm not. I'm not going to say it's a hundred percent. Like I would, if somebody came on here and told me that there's still an argument to be made that they're not as good as before. Sure. I I would listen to it. Those are like, two I'm, very good players. Yeah, it's. I, I'm not. I'm not disputing that. But I I think as I stare at this lineup and look at it, like I don't. I, I think they're better. Here's what I, I think they're. I think they're deeper. Yeah, and I think they're a little more like the, the the talent and the workload is better spread out now. I agree, and I think I think where you can make the argument, right? You basically replaced Huberto for Goudreau, who that's that's yep. essentially a one for one switch, right? Yeah, and then you just switched a winger, a little different player, but a little bit different player, sure, same production, but and, but then I think you just switched a player like sure, like Kachuk is a very good player, but he plays the wing, right? So yeah. you basically just brought in a guy who has a little bit of a chip. Can play some defense, but can score some fucking points. Just won the cup, and you get a center in Kadri. Yep. Like they literally, yep. they just like if even if even if you look at it and go one to one for each of those guys, right? Um, yep. They they moved that right winger to a center, and I think and added a, and added honestly someone who should be running the first power play. Yes, in yep. Uyghur, right? 100%. Like like it's just yeah. I th- this team is this team is pretty good, dude. Yeah, I'm. That's uh, that's pretty good. Not to get too stuck on a West Coast. Yeah, we won't but, get. Yeah, we're we're past. Um, the okay. Coast, right? So talking about them, uh, things that we need. So we got Kadri on there. Kadri's a great addition. Yeah. Um, still think he's a prick, but uh, oh, yeah. you know it's 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 like Evander Kane. Like I, Evander Kane's a prick, but good good, good player. hockey player. Um, they did lock him up. That was resigned. Did we talk about that last time? Yeah, we did. Okay. Um, so I guess the only big thing right now, um, Vegas having a little drama. I don't know if we touched on Leonard being down. Yeah, I don't think he had been out yet. Yeah. Okay, so Leonard Leonard's down for the season, um, which, I mean, it's a good and a bad thing for Vegas. Um, I, I, you know, they they were already against a cap crunch. Uh, this kind of gives them some a little flexibility. Like it's, I mean, 
Leonard going down, and it's it's no fault of Leonard's. You can't get angry. Like, he didn't play himself out of a job or anything. Right. But, like, this – him going down essentially makes the flurry trade the bad decision. Horrible, like, they, yeah. they made the wrong call. Like, yeah, th- this is a – it's official now. Like, it's a – he's getting double hip surgery. What the fuck? He's getting a whole new lower body? Yeah, like, <laughs> titanium pelvis, man. Yeah. Like, I don't fucking know. Hell I, yeah. Like, double hip surgery. Like, it, he's – like, what goalies do we know that ever come back from a normal hip surgery and oh, are the same? fuck. I didn't even think of that. It fucking, fu- it fucking ruined it, it ruined Tuka Rask's career. Remember, uh, he tried to make yeah. the comeback, and he was done. He couldn't do it. He got lit up in the AHL, and he just like, nope, fuck it. I can't do it. Damn, I didn't like, even I, think I mean, of this that, isn't dude. This isn't like a I, – I, that's, that's what I'm saying here. Like, it's – the situation's – yeah, the situation – it's not like a, oh, how do we last this year? Like, no, Le- Leonard's – done in my opinion yeah like he is done playing professional hockey oh yeah i shit you're probably right so you mean i shouldn't i shouldn't have him as a keeper in my league this year huh? no i wouldn't <laughs> i certainly would not keep him in your league no i, um, I have uh i have sorokin so i wasn't going to keep him anyways but yeah uh, so you've got you've got you know you cleared up five million in cap space that's yeah, nice so you could you could maybe add a depth player a little bit um but it would have been nice to know this as free agency was going on Right. Right. So now you're That's laying out, like you're 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 not because you when you didn't know this you were you could have been in the Billy Huso market you could have been in the Cam Talbot um, trade market Cam you could Talbot have been trade market Darcy Kemper uh, maybe right like maybe you, yeah, maybe exactly. maybe swallow your pride and try to make an impassioned plea to Mark Andre Fleury again right um, you know whatever that may be you 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 investigate that but now that you don't like you're kind of forced to lean on Lauren Brassois and Logan Thompson which. Uh, Brassaw, we all know, is aggressively mediocre, but but um, Thompson, solid goalie. I mean, there's there's potential there to see that he could maybe step into a one A position. Sure, let's let's so, see what he looks like. I, you know, I, right? I, I, it's yeah, I get question that. marks. I a lot that. of question marks. Uh-huh. So we'll see. Uh, I mean, that being said, you've got a new coach behind the bench. You've got a new system that you're implementing. Uh, Cassidy's known for a good power play, so maybe the puck's not in the zone as much. Um, and you've got a healthy defensive core for the first time, which you could, looking at the daily faceoff, you could argue right now, I'm not sure how we got to this point, but the defense is the best part of this team. Yeah. Like, you look at this defense, it's fucking stacked. It's Alex my- Bertangelo, Alex Bertangelo and Shea Theodore are top 25 defensemen. Oh, my little, my little Shea. <laughs> Poor little Shay, so sad. Um, Shay, but Shay's playing great, and then you've got Alex Martinez right behind him. Right. Um, like this, this is this it's is still a good it's team. A pretty good little nine, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's the, the question marks are up front. Uh, the, so the, the long segue into long fucking veer off. Phil, uh, Mr. Yeah, Cheeseburger they, himself. They sign. They sign Phil the Thrill. Fuck yeah. Um, coming over from Coyotes. Uh, him throwing some very huge shade at the coyote, it's but hilarious. at this point you're like you're like kicking, you know, you're just kicking a dead horse. Like we've heard it all from the coyotes. Like, yeah, him on. him saying like, oh, I'm I'm happy to be in an organization that wants to win. Like coyotes don't even get upset anymore about that. They're like, yeah, it would make sense. Like, dude, I'm pretty sure the coyotes like they're, they're it's just a it's just a money laundering scheme. Oh, I, dude, I'm I, almost at this positive. Point, we're playing in Mullet Arena. Like, how how bad can this get? That's fucking sick. I don't care who you are. <laughs> you 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 telling me you wouldn't play professional hockey in a stadium called? Gonna Mullet go goddamn arena? see the cot. Hey. Gonna go see the Yotes. Yoo-hoo! You want to take all the fucking children over there? Go watch the Yotes. 
fuck. Yeah, dude, I'd do it. Holy shit. I'd watch that game. I hope it I hope they just bring it like they have a mullet. they gotta have a mullet section, right? Just a section. You have to you have to send a picture in before you buy the tickets and you have mm-hmm. to have a just greasy mm-hmm. old mullet. Mm-hmm. You have to, right? Yep. I yep. hope so. You have to. So yeah, um I think Phil you know, Phil does fit a need mm-hmm. for them. Uh the contract is fine. Uh, for for Vegas's purposes, um, you know, Kessel's going to be expected for depth scoring on that third line and maybe step into a power play role. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's I think at this age and the point in his career, that's his bread and butter. So, you know, when he was, I think everybody, when you're on a team that doesn't want to win and you're playing first line minutes, when you probably definitely shouldn't be playing first line minutes at this point in your career. Sure. Um, I I think that we're gonna you know. If we see 2025 20, goals from Phil Kessel, that's that's a success in my book. Well, yeah, I mean that's that's a pretty good season for a lot of people, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, you know, you don't you didn't sign Phil Kessel for 10 goals a year. Like Which, you signed Phil He can he can go quiet, so I mean, you never know, but I think yeah, it's I, after like the season last year, I don't think he can do that. He scored that 50 was, something points last year. Yeah, that, well, that was my argument. Is like he, you know, like he. It's what's what's the motivation? Right. You know, he could he could lead the league in scoring, and his team still not making the playoffs. Right. And you and you knew it. You knew it before game one. There is some good cheeseburgers down there in Phoenix, though. Oh, there you go. Well, now he's cuisine. One of the cuisine capitals of the world. Yeah, that's so, right. And is. you know, and he's he's got strippers everywhere, which is a plus for him, I'm sure. There you go. Um, we will talk about it a little later on. Uh, just about to jump into the East, but uh, we we have the Wellesley and I have the opportunity to. Uh, we're gonna make a few cracking games this year, gang. We're gonna fucking light it up, man. Like uh, we got we got an, we got some we got a friend of ours. Shout out to him uh, for for a hookup on some Seattle Kraken tickets. Uh, we're gonna be the the goal. The one that I can guarantee we will be at is the Detroit Red Wings game in February. Yeah, I can't wait. So, to, I can't wait to cheer against the Red Wings, dude. God, I'm gonna be, gonna be I'm gonna so be funny. live tweeting the three one three podcast the entire time. <laughs> hey Jake Wallman. Hey, fuck Jake Wallman. Am I right? Fuck Jake Wallman. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, good for us. Just, just sit behind. Just sit behind. Just sitting behind the fucking bench. Just, <laughs> hey, hey Jake Wallman sucks. Jake Wallman's mom. Am I right? <laughs> What? But he's just a kid. Just say say nonsensical shit like oh, I bet that's not the only thing that's two way about Jake Wallman. Oh my god! <laughs> Turn hey, around. Man. What does that even mean? Don't worry about it. Turn yeah, around. Th- think think what you think about it. Whatever you think it is, it's that. That's what it is, bub. You fill in the blanks. It's like one of those Mad Libs. <laughs> Jake Wallman is blank. Just pass a sheet around to everyone. Jake Wallman's two-way blank is blank. <laughs> Fuzzy muffin. There you go. Yeah, All right. we're gonna get to a couple of games, man. I'm I'm excited for it. We're gonna we're gonna do it up this year. I just it's just an excuse for me to drink beer and watch hockey, but yeah. you know it's what it is. What absolutely. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Like I okay. That. Let's let's finally we're gonna get we're gonna get through this. Oh. Just bear with us, guys. We're gonna get into the east. We're gonna knock this out, and we can finally get back to you know normal normal episodes um, where we can actually go off on tangents. Yeah, uh, as as we are at the thirty five mark. Uh, <laughs> let's keep right, this so, let's keep this first part quick, and then we'll jump into yeah. the east. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I got free agent tra- tracker. Uh, going to alphabetical order. It's looking like what the Boston Bruins. We're going to the Bruins. Going to the Bruins. Okay. Um, I'll 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 start things off, and then I want to hear your thoughts. Okay. Uh, I'm I am uh, like trying to put myself into the place of a Bruins fan. If I'm a Bruins fan, I'm worried. I'm bored. Uh, well, I'm, I'm bored, and I'm I'm worried. Like, yeah. uh, this is not a team. Like, status quo. Like, one more. Their biggest major signings here, and I'm, I mean, t- tell me if I'm wrong here. Um, their biggest signings were just re-signings. Yeah. Like everybody gets everybody got on Twitter and just celebrated the fact that we oh we've got Krejci and we've got Bergeron coming back like your team wasn't good enough to win last year right and now we're a year older yeah now now you're a year older this team has lost even more depth um, I'm yeah I'm looking at daily faceoff right now like I just like this is this is last year's Bruins right I think the- and last year's last year's Bruins weren't good enough right. So the, the trade that they did make was for Pavel Zaka, who was a restricted free agent, but they signed him for one year. So, like, they, I, I think in general, they're, like... They're, they're very much going one more kick in the can. They're like, this, seeing, this, this is it. Yeah. This is their last This is their last go, exactly. like, with this squad. Exactly. They're seeing if they can do it, like, squeak it, but, like, you can't, dude. Like, you can't. You cannot. You can't look at your roster last year and go... Uh, let's just bring it back, like, you know, oh, but tough luck, right? Like, we just had bad luck last year. No, you you weren't good enough. Like, you were probably, you know, sixth or seventh best team maybe in the East, yeah. right? And you you just got older, right? Like, I just, I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. No, it's, I, the, the, I, I think we've all given up hope on Taylor Hall, like, that he's just not going to be elite. Right. Like, he's a good, he's a good player. He's a 20-goal scorer, but it's, it's. Taylor Hall's not like he's not MVP like we thought he was. Jake DeBrusque is aggressively good. Not great. aggressively good. Aggressively good. Your favorite word uh, right now is just aggressively. Aggressively. You're yeah. aggressively. Um, uh, I mean, aggressive. the perfection line's back, and as long as you have the perfection line together, even though it's a year older, like you're still going to be in the top, you know, fifteen, ten teams. Right. But. Like, you're just bringing back, you know, the gang's back together again, and this is just not going to do it. Just good I'm times, sorry, adding, boys. Just good feels, yeah, man. It's another kick at the can, and I, I'm sorry, like, I don't, I'm, I'm not on the Jeremy Swayman bandwagon. I don't think that he's good enough to get it done. I am, but you know, um, you know why. Yeah, I, I do. I do understand. I, I know his mom. Um, and I'm looking at this defense here, like, it, I'm, just, I, I'm a huge, we're, we are big Charlie McAvoy fans. Sure. But... Grizzlick is aggressively mediocre. Brandon Carlo is fine. Uh, I don't know any... Uh, uh, Clifton and Forbot are just plugs. <laughs> like, it's... it's. I'm not saying... This is not me. Like, I, it sounds like I'm harping on the Bruins. Like, I, it, it's it's the Bruins from last year. They're, they're good. They're not great. They're yeah. not going to win the cup. They might sneak into the playoffs. Like, they might be good enough to, to, to get in. But they're just not going to beat one of the elite teams. I think highlighting exactly what you just said. They are good enough to sneak in, right? I think they're battling for a wild card spot all year. I just I don't see them being good enough to to, to kind of be like, oh yeah, they're they're a shoe in for the playoffs. Like they, you know, they could they could make some noise in the playoffs. No, I just they're not. They're basically, um, I think all these one year contracts. Uh, to be honest with you, is is uh, hey, 
we got some trade chips at the deadline because we don't know what the fuck we're going to be, right? We could easily be a bottom dweller for all we know, right? Like, I with Marshawn and Pasternak, like you just you're not going to be that, but um, you know, and and McAvoy and, and Swayman has has played some pretty good hockey, right? So like you're probably not going to be a bottom dweller over there, but y- I mean, you look at teams like Detroit and Ottawa and like. Those are teams that honestly are, are getting close to passing you. Like you're, you know, you you got to fight this year, right? You you have a fight for the for the playoffs with that team and um, bringing in your old your old fucking buddies and just hoping for the best. Like that's just it's not gonna work. It's just not. I'll tell you right now. I'd throw a hundred bucks on that. That's just not gonna work. Yeah. No. I, I mean, it's the, if I'm if I'm even putting money on it, like this is one of the teams that I think is in danger of losing their spot to an up and coming team like the Red Wings. Sure, 100%. Like 100%. again, I'm not this is not this is not me making an argument that the Red Wings are going to be cup contenders next year. I'm just saying like this is like they if I had to pick a team that made the playoffs last year that's in danger of not making it this year, it's this team. They're they're one of them, for sure. Um do we hit on I think there's I don't think there was I, like there this is not a team that made a lot of uh I don't think they made a lot of trades or anything like that. I'm trying to look into the trade tracker, but I don't. I just don't see anything. Um, looking at Nick Fol- Fuck, I can't believe the Nick Foligno still on this fucking deep. Jesus Christ! So he's had a fuck. He has not done well since he left Columbus. Oh, poor guy. Okay, all right. Let's let's take a look here. Moving on to ooh, ooh. We are moving on to uh, your. We're moving on to your fake favorite team. Uh, we're moving on to the Buffalo Sabers. Yeah, uh, this is this is your fake favorite team. Yeah. Um, fake? No, this is my favorite team, dude. Right? Know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Buffalo Sabers. Yeah. Um, the, let me let me pull up this lineup here. I've got I, I pulled up the the trade tracker stuff, but I want to see their lines. Um, I, what do you what do you think on that? Do you think they've made enough of a push? They 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 got better, right? <laughs> Right? I, I love how you how you just you just put that right. Like, did they? Like, I, I don't know who they are. They got they got better, right? right? Like, like the the hype. Al, I mean, yeah. Alex Tuck, Alex Tuck is happy to be home. Uh, Peyton Krebs is is an up and coming guy. Um, Jack Quinn, you know, it's uh, he's 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 on the team. Look, this uh, this honestly, this is this is a, a super young team, right? I mean, like. That's anybody's gonna tell you this is a young team. I think I think where you kind of see some some good like they have a good mix of some guys like um, you know Skinner Skinner could you know play well with some of these guys. He had a decent season last year. Um, mm-hmm. I just I'm excited to see some of the young guys on this team. Yeah, they're just not quite ready for that jump. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're, they're they're just a couple years away still. Uh, honestly, like fuck, getting rid of Eichel, like getting you know doing a full fire sale really fucking yeah. worked for him right yeah. like this is this is the most promise we've seen in the buffalo sabers in reality in a long time uh, we it's the most step forward we've seen sure, uh, sure i'm gonna sure. but That's not, fair. not to just not to completely sink the boat but as long as as long as craig anderson is your starting goalie sure you are not taking things seriously <laughs> well and i think i think they're still looking at it like they they know they need to build through the draft still Right, and so I think I think they, I think expectations are realistic, but I think they just really have started to gather some of these pieces that are like, okay, yeah, no, I see what they're doing here, right? Like I understand where they're going with all this shit, 
Uh, not Anderson to... just turned 41 years old. He went 17-12-2 with a 3.12 goals against average and a .897 save percentage in 31 games with the Sabres last year. I mean, nobody said it was pretty. <laughs> Jesus, fuck, that guy's half dead. Yeah, yeah, it's he's it's it's all downhill for that guy. Um, no, I it's we can, okay. We can sit here and acknowledge that they are taking the right. They're they're in the right direction, mm-hmm. uh, and we can also acknowledge that the rebuild is taking way too fucking long for this team. Sure, um, through horrible mismanagement. I think you know they they should have cut cord on Eichel a long time ago. Yeah, that's fair. Um, to just make the change. Um, that being said, it's it's this is still not a playoff team. Oh God, no. Um, yeah, I think no. It's it's exciting to see what this team can be, but yeah, they're they're gonna have another top five pick. I guarantee that. Yeah, they're uh, this is just not. Yeah. They're not. I mean, yeah, you know, they might come out like this. A new season, we're excited. We're gonna not be bad. Then they'll you know they'll do their ten twelve game run, and then they'll they'll fade off. I think that's exactly what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. They'll they'll start out the season strong, and then and then crash back down to earth. Yep. Okay, let's move on to the. Ooh, the Carolina Hurricanes. <laughs> a very exciting team I wanted to talk about today because they did a lot of shit. Yeah, they did. Um, I What's that? Yeah, they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm looking at this right now. So uh, bi- uh, the big news was they got uh, Max Pacioretty for nothing mm-hmm. from the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, turns out that that was the right move from the Golden Knights because Max Pacioretty, I don't know if you talk to any Montreal Canadiens fan, they will tell you that he can't stay healthy. Right. And tearing his fucking Achilles tendon is uh, the definition of that. Sounds horrible, dude. Yeah, it's, oh, that's, that, I can't, like, it's, it's hard to, like, picture it. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, understand, like, not having that, (laughs) that piece of tendon back there. That sounds horrible. Holding your foot to your leg, like, oh, God. Something doesn't look right. Oh, I can't mm-hmm. walk? Perfect. Yeah, that's... God, that's so terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see if he's even, you know, good on that. So to to fill that, they pick up Paul Stasny, which, you know, I, I'm never going to bash any team for picking up Paul Stasny. Mm-hmm. He's a solid hockey player. Sure. Uh, what do you think... What do you, what do you think? What do you see on this? I'm, I'm, I've got him on Daily Faceoff right now. Um, this is a pretty deep team. Uh, I I don't mind the goalies Anderson and Ranta. That's another kick at the can at that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's terrible. I think with a good team in front of you, you can you can get away with that duo. Yeah, I don't know. This is this is a tricky team, right? They 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 played pretty well last year. I think where where they're where they're pretty solid is on the back end, right? Um, you know their defense and, and they're they're like Anderson Anderson need to just get out of Toronto, right? So like. Um, I think they're going to be a very similar team to last year, adding Burns, you know, an older Burns, but, uh, you know, getting him away from the Sharks, who knows, right? Like, he, he could definitely have a year. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's it's pretty deep team. Like, you just, they don't have a ton of stars, I guess you could you could argue. I think it's probably the only thing that I would knock them for. Deep. Like, they're deep. Yeah, I think they go pretty deep. Uh, Andre Kasha is going to give you fucking 30 games on that third line mm-hmm. he's just an yeah. injury risk but um yeah i mean you still have yeah you still got fucking aho you still got svechnikov who you know we're still kind of waiting to really jump off like he you know he's mm-hmm. pretty damn good seth jarvis had a nice year so yeah. I, I honestly like this is this is essentially you know very similar with patch being out right if Pat- this is a this is a competitive playoff team sure 
I, I won't disagree with that at all. I think with Pacioretty, I think you really can make a case for this team to, to even take a step forward. Uh, with yep. him out, it's it's a little bit of a struggle because it's very similar to last year. You get him halfway through the season, he puts up 15 goals down the stretch, and then is ready to go by playoffs. Like you're, that's yeah. you know that that's being very optimistic. But right. uh, but you got you got to get there, right? You got to get to that point where he is back and he's feeling yep. good, right? So um, I think I think just to what we saw from this team, it's essentially the exact same team with with Burns on the back end. Um, I, I mean, that's not a bad ad. Sure. Yeah, I, I honestly I like the Burns ad. I think you know he's a little older, sure, but like, fuck, man, he's. I love this. I love this defensive core. He's a gamer. We were talking before about top five D's. Um, this is, this might be one of the top five D's in the it's league. Got a good. It's got a good little setup there. Yeah, for sure. Dylan, Dylan Coghlan is solid. Ethan Bear is a fucking gamer. Mm-hmm. Um, God, this yeah, this is good. I I really like these defensive pairings. They're they're only, and they don't have a lot of cap problems. Like their only their only issue is. Scourge of Toronto, Jake Garnier. Right. <laughs> because he's been hurt for two years and wants to come back and play, and they're like, no, you need to retire. Yeah. No, I, th- I think this team is I think this team is slightly better than last year, which, you know, I say that in that tone, but, I mean, they, they had a good team last year, right? So, like, I just I don't see them jumping off the page with, with what mm-hmm. they did, but only because Pacioretty's out. I think the Pacioretty move is really nice for him, uh, mm-hmm. just minus him being fucking out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see them doing very similar to what they did last year until Patches gets back, and then and then fuck, dude, the you know, man, you could throw him just if if you if your first line is clicking with Jarvis, Teravine, and Aho, stick him with Svechnikov and Statsny, sure, dude, like yeah, that's a solid top six. I'm gonna take that most days of the week. So yeah, I think right. I think I think they'll end up right around maybe maybe just a little better than they did last year, but I think. Mm-hmm. You know, as we just get complacent. We get bored with the good teams, right? Like, you know, this this is a good team, All right? So it's yeah. hard to say like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, they're gonna be you know exactly like they did last year. Oh, that's boring. No, it's gonna be a comp- they they've they've got a decent chance of making uh, to, to compete. Sure, yeah, that's sure, gonna be a competitive team. Hundred percent. Yep, I agree. All right, moving down, Carolina, da, 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 Columbus. Hey, the Col- there you go. A fun team to talk about, also. Mm. Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets uh, made a very, I would say, unexpected splash. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I don't think anybody saw Johnny Gaudreau wanting to go to Columbus. No. Um, and I if you did, was, you're a fucking liar. Yeah, you're you're lying. Um, you know, at the end of the day, he you know he came out and he talked in like an interview. Like, it, there's there was it makes a lot more sense than people are saying. Um, and I and I get that to a degree. Uh, I heard that you know Philly wasn't trying to. Philly didn't even make him an offer because they just couldn't. They said that they couldn't afford him. And they're backed up, but, yeah. Dude, you're I, fucking. It, I, we'll get there. I would fire. Yeah, like I you're. I mean, if I'm Johnny Gaudreau, like you're the only reason you're going there is because you're you're from there. Like, mm-hmm. there's no hope on that team. No. Like that's that's a Philly's not making the playoffs next year. They're a bad team, despite what they're saying. Who would you rather play like, with, Patrick Laine or anyone on fucking Philadelphia? Right, and and Philly's gonna make. We'll talk about them a little later. But like, you know, what, what's John Tortorella gonna do? He's gonna maybe like th- their plan is to get to overtime every game and skirt into a wild card spot with the most OT losses in the league. <laughs> I fucking told you I was gonna do it, guys. This is exactly what I said. <laughs> I mean that's that's what he was trying to do with Columbus. Yeah, hundred percent. Like he he wouldn't try he wouldn't try to actually make them win. He would just play to overtime, 
and try to scrape together something. So I, I think Columbus is – I'm looking at this roster. It really hurts that they lost fucking um, – I mean, I'm not, I'm not complaining too much that he's with, uh, with Seattle now. Oh, Bjorkstrand. Uh, Bjorkstrand. Bjorkstrand hurts. Like I – if from a Columbus perspective, I'm a Columbus fan. I'm, I'm upset that we lost him. And I think, that, um, I think that's another thing we were talking about with like Burakovsky, right? Like he just – like Seattle just got another good dude. Right, yeah. like, and, and yeah, just he's the, uh, great guy. Yeah, the city just rallies around those kind of good dudes, right? Like, it's just yeah, yeah. That's that's a tough loss. For and, and he's an analytics darling. Yeah, hundred percent. York Strand is so there's there's nothing. Yeah, like but that. so is Eric um, Good Branson, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, not not always. Like Rick Nash was the was the antithesis of that. Um, <laughs> the best course in the league. Yep. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau, Boone Jenner, Patrick Line. I love that first line. That was a great fucking first line. It's an interesting first line. Boone Jenner is not a first line center, but he's gonna do. No. He's gonna he's gonna go pry that puck out of the corners and get those two their fucking chances. Ve- veteran presence. Veteran presence, exactly. Veteran presence, right there. You've got a grizzled veteran that knows how to play the game and is not going to be intimidated by playing on a line with Patrick Laine and Johnny Gaudreau. And has a name like Boone. I mean, that's well, just I mean, gangster as fuck, dude. Like, yeah, Boone's a great name. It's great. Boone's a great name. Um, second line is, this is not a great second line, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gustav Nyquist is is serviceable. Uh, Jakub Voracek is serviceable. Jack Rosovic is good um, to serviceable. Sure. Uh, it's it, it's a fine second line. I, I, I'm, I wouldn't expect too many goals out of this line, but um, it's, 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 you don't need to worry. It's not going to be like a Dallas Star situation, like when the first line leaves the ice, we're just fucked. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll, they'll be... They'll be fine. They'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who Kent Johnson is, but Cole Sillinger and Kirill Marchenko, these guys, these these kids are up-and-comers. I think you don't know who Kent Johnson is. Dude, I think he's the best one on that line. Oh, really? Oh, okay. yeah, well, he's if, fucking sick. If he's the best one on that line, then that's then that's a good third line that's because ex- Cole Sillinger and Marchenko are, are good up-and-coming players. Yeah, 100%. That's a, that's a kid line if you've ever seen it. That's... That okay. is the blue shirts kid line of last year, but honestly, better. Marchenko, yep. Marchenko is going to be sick too. Yeah, that yeah. that whole line. If that's actually what they go with, that's a fucking dirty line. Look out for that yeah, shit, dude. That'll be that'll be a fun line to watch. <laughs> that that though. honestly, that's that's better than their second line. If if those kids can click, yeah, behind. Uh, I am a little worried about their defense. Sure, I'm really worried about this back end. Sure. Uh, ugh, what do you tell me a little bit about this? Andrew Peak, dude, are you kidding me? That's a horrible. Like I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Gavrikov had some some moments. Adam Bokvist can play a little bit. Uh, Jake Bean had his moments last year, and then you brought in Branson just for a little little grit, little third third pairing guy. Um, it's just kind of gross. And I think I think this is this is what like you're basically banking on the fact that you know Wierenski's going to be Wierenski's going to play like he does, but. You're basically, you know, Elvis has to elevate his game even further because your D is just a little sketchy. Just a little sketchy. I just, I, you know, and maybe they surprise us a little bit, but I just, I don't see, yeah. I mean, they're going to they're gonna have to score a ton of goals and hope that Elvis stands on his head, I think, just with, with looking at this, this nine. So. Um, I, I agree. Yeah, it's just, it's a little. It's not, it's, it's not a bad defense, not bad. but you've got. You've got a lot of guys that are stayed home. It, you're just not going to get a lot of production out of this D, other than Wierenski. Sure. 
Yeah, I just I, I I don't yeah I mean and that's fine. We've seen that work before. Sure. I think I think sure. the first season of Vegas we saw that work right. Like we saw like a meh you know kind of okay defensive yeah. pairings. You know they just kind of shut it down a little bit. Serviceable and and sure. honestly, if you get if you get a plus Elvis Merz Lincolns, you don't need that above is true. and beyond. Uh, Elvis Merz Lincolns is a goal can be a very good goaltender. Right. Um, I think he's dealt he's dealt with some inconsistency, but we've we've seen him when his game is on. And I think he can do it. Yeah, I agree. And I think you know, even you know, even Jonas Corposalo could probably stand a rebound season to an extent, right? Um, I mean, like he could. Yeah, he's a, he's a he's probably one of the better backups in the league. Just looking at him now, I mean, he was a starter. Like sure. he, he he he's definitely had a turn down, probably probably because of the success of Elvis Merzlikens. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you're you're he could be due for a rebound. Um, as long as they, you know, they play some shutdown D, which it sounds like they're going to do a lot of, um, with these guys, yeah. uh, you you've got you've got a decent you got a decent lineup. This is going to be, I mean, this is going to be a, I would classify this as a wild card team. Yeah, they're going to be dar- pushing, a, I think. Yeah, yeah. A, a bubble a, a bubble team. Sure, bubble team. We'll say that. I think I think this team has honestly, you know, is in the same realm for me as as Boston, right? Like, the the benefit that they have is they're getting better. Look at that young look at that young third line, like. That's better situation than I think Boston is in. So, like, you know, uh, I'd rather be in Columbus's shoes than where Boston is right now. Yes, right. Uh, it's in, Boston's got one more. This is their this is their last kick at the can. It sure like is. They, before they it, b- at least go into a retooling. Yeah, you know, like at bare minimum. Like if you want to be a doom and gloomer, then this is the last year before a rebuild. Um, if you're thinking, but but this is the last year that you know, the whole gang gets back together kind of thing. Yeah. One last kick at the game. One last question for you. This is just going to be a thinker. Uh, yep. you're, you got a keeper fantasy hockey league. You got Elvis Merzlikens or Ilya Sorokin. When we get to the Islanders, I want your answer who you're keeping. Okay. okay. I'll give it to you. Okay. I'll give it to you. Um, moving on. Let's, uh, oh, uh, I think there were uh, this team called the Detroit Red Wings. What the fuck is that, dude? What's their colors? I th- they've changed them so much. Like their jersey colors and stuff, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's never been changed. Yeah. Um, okay, I have a lot of strong thoughts uh, on the Detroit I'm Red sure Wings. you do. <laughs> uh, I, I will do my best to not, and, and honestly, I want to hear your thoughts as well. Okay. Um, so the Red Wings arguably had one of the best off seasons of any team. Right. Um, yep. If if you disagree with that, you can you can. It's hard to argue that they had they didn't have the most they had the most active. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they did stuff. Uh, looking at all these transactions, you bring on. You bring on Andrew Kopp, first off. Uh, that's your second line center. Andrew Kopp is good. Mm-hmm. Like he is, he's. I'm not. I, I'm not. He's not great. He is a very serviceable, good second line center. And that's exactly where he's going to go. Yep. He is going to play on the second line. Yep. Uh, we steal over. I, I'm. I love this. I love this because I've loved this player for so long. Uh, David Perron. Mm-hmm. Comes over from the St. Louis Blues. Uh, David Perron is a fucking gamer. Mm-hmm. All right, that guy gets on the ice and is just an absolute like he he's just that guy. He brings X factors to the team. Uh, great dude to have in there. A uh, little shit disturber too, like a Marshawn Light kind of thing. Yeah, he tried to tried to Superman fucking uh, Kadri in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's it's he's 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 Marshawn light to a degree, mm-hmm. um, but he's also going to be good for depth scoring. Sure, and vet and something that the Red Wings have not had in a long time: veteran presence. Hey, mm-hmm. 
Uh, moving on, that first line is is the usual suspects. You're going to get Raymond, you're going to get Larkin, you're going to get Bertuzzi. Mm-hmm. That's in, unless Bertuzzi is traded or something, which I don't believe is going to happen. Uh, you've got that's that's your first line. That's your usual suspects. But Verona, Cop, and Perron on that second line. Ooh, I like that. That's saucy. I like that line a lot. That's going to be a good line. Um, and and obviously these can be flipped around a little bit. I know Verona and Zadina had some chemistry at the end of last season, so could be it. Um, third line, I am very cautiously optimistic about this third line. Kubalik, Pius Sutter, and Zadina. What do you what do you think about that? I think Kubalik's one of their better pickups. Yeah, yeah. To yeah, be honest, this was with an you. underrated pickup. Yeah, super underrated pickup. But I think he's he, yeah he's really he man he he uh, he could easily go back to his I, I believe it was two years ago had a fifth fucking 50 point season or something yeah like a 30 goal season yeah so like i mean shit if he puts up anywhere close to that and 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 for one sparks zadina if they end up playing together like that is just a super underrated pickup and then yeah, yeah. but uh Suter has been Suter was actually played some pretty good minutes for them last year he, he had some he, he had some moments last year he did now, and he—I mean, he was even though he was punching above his belt, you know, like yeah, he sure. was—he was punching above his weight class, sure. but he handled it well. Mm-hmm. So now the fact that he's going to go to a third line position, where where, but it's not a—it's not a, you know, get him out of our hair third line. Like this—that's where like he this fits. Third line is, yeah, That's this third fits, line yeah, is exactly. dead. This a this a like this is a sneaky good third line. Yeah, I actually I yeah I actually really like their third line. This is this is three lines deep already. That's it's a, a good that's t- a top like, nine, dude. Is a, that is an what I'm trying to say and. And and we're missing Robbie Fabry and Jake Wallman. Sure. Like throw Robbie Fab Robbie Fabry like is made for third lines. Yeah. You know, you're gonna pick up depth scoring on him. You throw him into this lineup, bounce, you know, Adam Ernie or Oscar Sunquist out. Sure. You throw Robbie Fabry into this, that's another great fucking line. Yeah. Um, you know, you you mix him into this. This is uh, Zadina is uh, he might be the most contentious argument of all Red Wings fans. Sure. Um there's the camp of this was a wasted draft pick by Ken Holland. We fucked up. And there's the we need to be patient with Philip Zadina crowd. He gets this is his season. If this this is his prove it season. Exactly. Yeah. If he doesn't look good um, this season, you got the contract start he just signed makes him very tradable. Sure, hundred percent. Because he's even after this season, he's got two years left at like one point yeah. eight, right? So yeah. you can easily move that to someone who needs a third line guy, right? Yep. Um, third or fourth line guy that'll that'll be interested in giving him a new home because I, I don't think he's he's not completely tainted to the point where he's damaged goods i sure. think it's more of like there's a lot of teams at the deadline say the red wings are just out of it you know we have a bad season again um they get to the deadline there are definitely teams out there that will think that Zadina's a broken toy mm-hmm. and we can fix him mm-hmm. you know he's been on the red wings for too long he was man poor poor managed by jeff blashill uh, Zadina will get onto another team, and there are, there are teams that are going to that will take the risk because the the, the risk is low. Sure, one point two, one point three, whatever it is, yeah. like one point four, like that's not huge. And they'll they'll roll the dice on him for a playoff run, and if it doesn't work out, no harm, no foul. Are you even if under if under their new coach, if he still doesn't show anything on a third line role, are you are you moving on? Are you one of those guys? Oh, this is this is a first. This is this is his prove it year. Like you you, there is no excuse. Yeah, yeah I think you have. Like to up until this point, you've had that. You know the 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 Zadina apologists are you know Blashill never properly utilized him. They threw him to the wolves, um, and or or just preaching patience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, not every star develops overnight. Right. 
Um, I, I, I think I've kind of been in the both camps a little bit. Um, I think that, yes, it is kind of a be patient with Zadina, but at the same time, I think we need to get rid of the idea that he's going to be a 40-goal scorer. Uh, yeah, it's, like, at some point, you have to just accept the fact that, like, maybe he's not... That, that, that was a tough draft. Wasn't that the draft with uh, Patrick, yeah. too? Wasn't that Nolan Patrick's draft? Yeah, yeah that was a tough draft. Like, we just... Nobody could really pin it down, and it was pretty shallow from what I remember. Yeah. So, Zadina is... I. It, We'll put it this way. If Zadina becomes a 20-goal scorer, I will be more than content with that. Right. Is is that six, is that six overall? No. Mm-hmm. But, I, again, we need to temper expectations. Like, Nolan Patrick is not – I don't even think he's playing in the NHL anymore. Um, if he is, I, th- I think he's, like, on a fourth-line role with Vegas. Oh, actually, so this was the uh, this was the Rasmus Dahlin draft. Take that back. Oh. So so I think, well. I think that's why there's more kind of – yeah, gosh, look at, the, look at some of the guys behind him. So, like, Quinn Hughes – yeah. Um, yeah, you could have had Oliver Wallstrom or Noah Dobson who haven't, like, no, you could have had Noah fucking Dobson, right? Like, right. You know, hindsight's 2020. Yeah, hindsight's 2020 for sure. Um, um so, is it, like, I'm, it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, and, and if, and if there's a, you know, the camp that hates Zadina and says, like, well, 20 goals just isn't enough, like, I will, I, I'll, that's fair. Like, that's fair. We picked him six overall. You're expecting him to be a star on this team. Like, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. But if you want to make Zadina work, you have to put realistic expectations at this point, and thinking that he's going to be a forty goal scorer is just not going to happen. Well, and you gotta you gotta um, give him an opportunity from the get go, right? Like basically, he yeah. came up to the big club, and it was just like the savior has arisen, and it's like if dude, he can, yeah, and that was way too much pressure. Yeah, if, you gotta if you slowly can get these guys. Some of these guys. Need if to Zadina cook. can be like an Alex Tuck, sure, of like a third line guy that you know is good for a goal That's every power three play. or four games. Right, some power. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yep, yep. That's fine. That's great. I, I and I will be perfectly happy with that. To some people, that's not even going to be enough. That's sad. And I and I right, and I understand it. It's sure. sad, but I understand it. Um, but no. So I mean, you throw Fabry into this. That's that's another great skilled player. Uh, Jake Wallman will come back eventually and round out that fourth line. Um, I I I anticipate that Adam Ernie, Michael Rasmussen, and Oscar Sundquist will drop in and out of the lineup mm-hmm. because both Robbie Fabry and Jake Wallman are better than those three players. Right. Um, so I, you know, maybe Sunquist sticks around. Uh, we did trade for him, technically speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Rasmussen has always been, you know, long held in the Red Wings organization because he was a high draft round pick too by Ken Holland. Um, where does Valen- where does Valenos fit into this team? Are they moving him or like what, what's, cause he was a, I mean, it's pretty it's a million dollar question, man. Second, it's a million second dollar rounder, there's, right? there is a, there is a log jam on that fourth line. Yeah. Like that it, it's. It says Adam Ernie, Michael Rasmussen, and Oscar Sundquist, but but yeah, you're right. Valeno Valeno has been trying his hardest. You know, got to give the guy credit; he's doing everything he can to try to make this roster. Right. Um, I just don't know if he's gonna be able. I to think push. he might be a trade uh, chip, huh? M- maybe. Yeah. You know, same same thing with with Zadina. But then again, like I think everybody, it's not too much of a line, mm-hmm. but everybody's going to get a kind of a free pass a little bit because it's a new group, right? You know, it's new new management. Um, a lot a lot of stuff could be written off as Jeff Blashill's incompetent. Yeah, which um, which so we, I think you and I have been kind of preaching that, right? Like, I just yep. I, he hasn't been the right guy for the. I mean, he's been the right guy for what they were doing on the team. The idea was that he was. The idea was that he could he could be the guy that will mentor these young guys because he did so well in Grand Rapids. He led to two back to back Calder Cups. Dude, it's sad. it's just sad the similarities between the wings and the ducks like yeah. 
Eakins was that same fucking coach, and he's so bad with the young dudes. Like he's so bad. I just, oh man, it's crazy. It's crazy to see it's that one to one. Like it's just, it's Blash Hill yeah. and Eakins are just so yep. fucking similar. Yeah. <laughs> so um, okay, and as much as I am excited about this forward lineup, uh, I am equal. Like for the first time in over a decade, I can say that the Red Wings have a good defensive core. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Chirot is not this. This is the arguable one. Like this is the this is the ooh did red did did Eisenman fuck up? Um, I don't think it's a fuck up because Ben Chirot is a good defenseman. Mm-hmm. Um, he he will bring stability to that line. I think that when Moritz Sider goes out and does his thing, he now has Moritz isn't going to have to be worried about you know driving offense while also being the only good defenseman. Yeah. You know, when, when he's dragging around the bloated corpse of Danny DeKaiser on the ice. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> Jesus fuck, dude. He's Sorry. A, he's oh. a human being. <laughs> I, <laughs> you wouldn't know if you were watching him play fucking hockey. Oh, Jesus shit, Christ. Man. He looked like he was been rele- relegated to the past tense. <laughs> fucking. I think, I think, I think Shira allows Cider to... To yes. engage in the in the play even more, and I think yes. I think that's the benefit that he brings. Those are two. Those are two big, mean dudes. Right. Like Cider's obviously more skilled than Sherratt, but in in you know this sounds contradictory because I I bash the Florida Pan. Well, I bash the Florida Panthers because they traded a first round pick for this guy mm-hmm. and he's not worth that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the contract might have been a little large for Ben Sherratt, but it will bring like he does, they're not bringing him on to power the offense we've already got that Mm -hmm. we need somebody that when Mort cider steps into the play ben chirac can be there to cover his ass can i be you know can i be completely honest with you yes a cap hit of under five for what chirac can bring to this team is not bad dude yeah that's not bad bad. it could be much worse they could have gone oh ben chirac was the coveted fucking defenseman of last year you know yeah and they could have Signed him for fucking six or something stupid, if right? If you just let Ben Chirot do what he's good at, then you're fine. Sure, yeah, exactly. Like, just don't, like, th- that was the problem. Like, you put him on, like, they, they paid all this money for him in Florida. He jumps on the first line, and you're like, why isn't he producing? Right. Well, that's... It's not what he does. He's, he's never done that. Right, this isn't, this it's not isn't what his job is. is. Exactly. Like, you'll be lucky to get ten goals from him. Like, but as long, but if you can expect that where he's a stabilizing presence for Moritz Sider... That's great, and Cider needs that. Like Cider can handle his own, dude. The guy's been—he showed last year that he can throw grown men around. Right. You you bring in a guy who basically just compliments your best player on your team, yes, and can allow Cider to honestly like step up into the play even more. Yeah. Right. Like you're just—I would pay—I would pay five and a half for that. Right. Like if you yep. think about it like that, like I, I would pay five and a half for a guy who's going to allow him to do that. Right. If he plays his role. If he plays his role, exactly. it's worth the money. Exactly. Yep. Like I, I, I um, have no problem with what they just paid Sherat. Sure I think that's a great pickup. No, not at all. Um, this second line, I, they've got only Mata with Philip Peronic. I think that will. I think Simon Edvinson's going to jump onto the scene Eventually. and yeah. I think he's going to take the second line spot. Um, that which will probably move Edvinson down with Edvinson will probably skate with Mata or Heronic, depending on if Heronic has a bounce back year. Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll, I think these bottom four will shuffle a little bit, uh, but Edmondson I definitely think is coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gustav Lindstrom is definitely firmly planted there, so it, it's going to be like a you know if Heronic has a bad year, Edmondson's going to jump up there, or if they you know Heronic has been shown to be an offensive defenseman sometimes, 
So I, I think that's why they have him with Olimata. Like, they're they're hoping that Hironic... Same thing with Cider. Like, Hironic can actually jump up into the play and get some of his old scoring touch back while Olimata is a stabilizing presence. Yeah. Um, I think that that's why they probably have that. But they might they might roll the dice a little bit and put Edmondson with Hironic. You got two, you know, and that's a that's a that's a scary defensive defense line. But there's some offense there. Well, I think Edmondson's actually better defensive. Like just watching him a little bit in the World Juniors, he's pretty defensive, yeah. man. I mean, he, he he has a good game. Okay. So yeah, but, I, I mean, if, look, worst case scenario, he's fucking more cider light. Worst case scenario, he spends one season on that third pairing, and next year he fucking takes off. Right, like, like that's worst case like, oh, he's oh, he's just a he's a he's a slightly worse version of Moritz Sider. Oh no, uh, <laughs> that's terrible. Like, Let's trade him. Jesus, send him back to the AHL. Let's package like, him oh. with Zadina for fucking yeah. Delorier or something. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm not gonna complain him a little bit on that. Um, I, I'm loving and this goalie tandem. Holy shit! Like I, not to agree with, uh, not to agree with uh, Wyshynski. But he made an argument that I, I, you know, obviously I'm a little biased, but he said that this might be one of the best tandems in the league. Ugh, I don't believe that. Okay. This is the only. Like, this is the only place on the wings that I, I I'm a, I'm in a wait and see mode. I just, it scares me a little bit. I think Nadelkovic, it like you can't judge him on the second part of that season. The entire team gave the fuck up. Like, and if you look at Nadelkovic's numbers before the All Star break. They were. I, it, if you, were, I know, I know people don't remember this because the last part of the season was terrible for him. But there were like he was in the Calder discussions. Yeah, he was playing so well up until the All Star break. It's just after that, it was kind of like a shit or get off the pot thing, and they decided to shit the bed. Yeah, I think, and they they threw him to the wolves, and there was no like Thomas Grice was not going to bail him out. Yeah, there was a game where they literally pulled Nedeljkovic, put Grice in, and then put Nedeljkovic back in. Eish. Right. Like, you can't, how can you expect stability when that happens? So, and, and Billy Huso, like, I, I know he d- didn't show that he had, you know, primetime postseason success, but he played great in the season. Yeah, I think, I think my only concern here, and, and the reason that I'm not ready to, I'm, not, well, I'm never going to side with Wyshynski. There's not a lot of things that I that's agree fair. with him. Okay, on. that's totally fair. Yeah, no. But I, th- I, think, I think what it's going to take for me is I, one of these guys has to play. Arguably a full season, right? I mean, like Nijokovic. Nijokovic played sixty games, right? But like, really showed his his young, an inexperienced goaltender, right? Like he, he, you know, I I literally say they rotate him every game. Sure, that's what I think they should do. And I have no problem with that. I, 40 and 40. Sure. 40 and 40 right down the center. Sure. I, I just, for me, like, putting them in any sort of, like, a, you know, top 10 conversation or top 5 conversation, like, I, we don't know. There's no way you know. Like, Nij- yeah. Nijokovic will, at this point, like, he just, like, he could fucking kill it. He could be amazing. But right now in the season, season hasn't even started, right now, I don't know who he is, right? Like, he, he literally, he put, up a, he put up a 900 save percentage. Uh, you know, played fifty-two games, which is which is good. That's o- that's overall. That's true, overall. True. Like again, true. I, I, it's and I and I know that that's saying like oh, you know, like that's overall. But as somebody who followed his season, like up until the all, like the first half of the season, yeah. there was he was literally a dark horse candidate for the Calder. Yeah. Like I, I understand all that shit changes. Like at at the halfway point, we were still talking Lucas Raymond, right? You know, and it was about I don't even think we were talking about Zegers yet because Zegers hadn't done a Michigan. Right. So, like, I, I understand things change up into that point, but, like, let's th- that's not nothing. True. You know, like, the fact that he was playing so well up into that point before the Red Wings just 
shit the bed and stopped caring. You know, Larkin went down with another fucking injury. Um, Fabry goes down. Uh, Verona was still not there. You know, like there was there were things that made it clear that this was not going to be our season. I will. So, and the, and the last thing I will say on this yep. is bringing in Huso. You don't know what he's going to be, but worst case scenario is a good backup, right? Yep. Yep. Nijelkovic, fifty two games last year, right? Starting fifty two games. Whether his save percentage was a, was a 900 and his goals against was a 3.3, he got that out of the way, right? He knows what 52 yeah. starts looks like, right? Which is what you yep. want out of a starter. So putting those exactly. good players in front of him, I, I totally see it. I'm totally – I'm there. Um, I just – I'm not ready to say, yeah, this is this is a tandem to, to battle with, you know, any I, fucking it, tandem. It has I, just, the, I don't know that. You know, I don't know. I'll, I'll meet I'll meet Greg halfway and say it has the potential to be. Sure, I think that's if that's you fine. Get, If you get Vili Huso – if you get Vili Huso of last season, regular season, and you get Alex Ndelkovic of the first part of last season, that there is an argument to be made. Sure. Like, if you've got two goalies that are putting up .92 save percentages – like that's that's a good tangent. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally okay with that. I think I think as, if Greg if Greg said the word potentially, I think that's okay. If sure. he said this is the best tandem, no, I think he said idiot. might. Okay, well th- he's an idiot either way. So I'm just I'm I mean not, that's accurate. Let's not defend him, right? Yeah, let's not talk. Well, and let's not talk about fucking. <laughs> let's not talk about. Uh, yeah, that's uh-huh. that's not. Yeah, no Greg talk today. Ugh. All right, that was that was okay. good. We needed to we needed to spend some time on Detroit because they yeah. did a lot. Uh, okay, of this. final thoughts on that. Um, I I'm I am confident to say that the Red Wings are a bu- very confident that the Red Wings are a bubble team. Um, but I because I'm a homer, I will take the hot take that the Red Wings will make the playoffs this year. I don't even know if that's a homer take. I I I am not even a Red Wings fan, and I will tell you they they're going to finish probably above Boston. Right, bubble. I, it's. I am confident. Like that. That's not even. Like that's not a hot take. Like I think the Red Wings will be a bubble team. They will. They will be the will they or won't they team mm-hmm. for most of the season. Um, but I. I will. I will go on record and and take the plunge that the Red Wings will make the playoffs this year. They. W- they will not get past the first round, sure. but they will make the playoffs this year, and that will be. A huge step forward for this organization. How do we put money down on that? I, w- I would like to. I will make that bet with you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's, let's do let's it. Look into some futures and shit. Um, just making the bet. whoever. Okay. So how about how about this? So you and I are going to a Red Wings Kraken game in February. Okay. If the Red Wings are in a wild card position or better by the time we get to that game, you're buying first round of beers, which is like a hundred dollars. Fuck, that's a. I think so. <laughs> you know what? I'll take. I'll take that. I honestly, I, okay. I think that's what I'm gonna lose. But I think it's you know we're gonna just be so fucking wide eyed and and smiley to be at sure. to be at the game that like oh yeah dude I'll fucking do it. I was waiting for you to be like how about like round of beers at a bar outside of the arena? Well, like fuck yeah. Oh, you want a fifty dollars <laughs> sixteen ounce beer? Sure. No, I just I'm saying you buy our first two beers, which will equate to like seventy dollars. <laughs> That's all I'm drinking the whole night. Then I'm just moving to water. <laughs> um, if if the Red Wings are not in a wild card position by February, whatever, uh, I'll buy the first round. All right, we can th- we we'll throw that down. Okay, virtual like handshake. That. That's on record. All right, perfect. Right there, I like that. That's a good bet. All right, uh, let's jump to another very interesting team uh, that kind of had a they they had a little uh, fun. A little fun, a lot of question marks though, man. Yeah, I agree. I don't. I'm. I'm worried. If I'm a Florida Panthers fan, all five of them, uh, I'm. 
God damn it, we're losing too many listeners at five. Too many. Oh, oh, oh we're, our our Florida Florida Panther fan base is just massive. We have a so. huge following in Florida. Yeah, we do. Um, okay, you you take me. Th- I want to hear your thoughts on Florida because you've talked a little before about. Uh, like I, the only thing that I like to talk about with Florida is I love Sam Bennett. I've always thought that he is underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was underutilized. He might have an attitude problem or something, but I always thought he was underutilized in Calgary. Um, I think people continue to count Sam, Sam Bennett out. I think he is one of the best role guys. It, like as long as Sam Bennett's not spending time on the first line, I think there's an argument to be made that he is one of the best fits for a second line center in the league. Sure. Like he is, he is, he is good at that spot, mm-hmm. and you know, you know what I'm talking about. There are guys there that are just really good at what they do. You know, yeah. they, if you if you take him out of that, I think he'll disappoint on the first line. Sure. No, I, th- but, I think it's right where he fits, second line center. I think yeah, that's, that's it's where a per- he is. It's a perfect fit. Mm-hmm. So okay, walk me walk me through this. What do you? I'll start. I'll set the scene for you. Are the Florida Panthers a better team now? They're worse than they were last season. They're worse. Okay. Yep. It, yeah, it, kick us it's, off. Why? It's difficult to get rid of. As much as people love Ekblad, I think Ekblad's mm-hmm. a very good two-way D. Um, he's he's not a he's not a top power play guy, right? He's not the guy on the top that you, that you put into your power play and you go, "Fuck yeah, we can get this going," right? No, that's what mm-hmm. Mackenzie Weger was there for, right? So you so you lost that, right? And there's no one there's no one that they brought in or that that's coming up through their system that's going to step into that position. Brandon Montour, like you're gonna like you're basically. You're you're going to have to put Ekblad on that top power play as the as the pivot, um, mm-hmm. so that's that's a that's a downgrade for sure from a power play who just shit the pool in the playoffs, right? So I mean, you you just watched your power play absolutely crush your chances, right? Um, and then you, you just you, like Matthew Kachuk is a great bring, right? Like that's a, that's a really nice piece. He brings some nice grit to the team. He's going to do very similar numbers to Huberdeau, maybe a little more goal scoring than Huberdeau, but that's what he's going to bring. So uh, more of a, more or less a one-to-one there. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, you, you start going through this top six, like you got Rudolph's Balsers on the fucking second left wing. Yeah. you got Nick Cousins. It's not like it's not like he's going to move up into that spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't move the needle. Yeah, you've got Carter Vergehe. So you, you lost Mason Marchment. You lost, you know, some of these guys. <laughs> Just... Like Vergay, he had a, had a nice season. He's not a bad player. He's a second line Nick, left. Nick Cousins' claim to fame is that he's a shit disturber. Sure, sure, um, sure, and and that's fine on a third line. I, like their third line doesn't doesn't worry me at all. I think that's a third line that really you know plays with some of the other third lines in the league. Uh, Anton Lundell, Colin White. I think that's totally fine. Rudolph's Balsers and Vergehi, you have a gapping hole on the left side. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, as much as I agree with you, I like Sam Bennett and I like Sa- I like the Sams on that line. Sam Reinhardt's the other one. Um, yep. It's just you know, th- there's better second lines, right? Because b- because they're they're you know those two are basically going to be carrying whoever's the third player on that line. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you, you you run into the same thing with the top line. I think Barkov and Kachuk just have to fucking drag Verhey like just kicking and screaming right like it's just you you got four guys in your top six whereas some of these other teams like the fucking red wings you could argue mm-hmm. are even nine nine forwards deep right yep. um yep. and I, I think that's what scares me a little bit about this team is you basically you know you you sold the farm to get kachuk right like and that's that's totally okay um but you know jumping back down in the defense like you have ekblad forsling's meh lucas carlson meh Radko Gudis is still somehow doing it. 
Uh, Brandon Montour hasn't been relevant since fucking he was on the Ducks. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Stahl, for God's sakes. Like, he just, this, it's just not a good, I mean, Ekblad, right? I mean, you have Ekblad. That's that's what you're saying in your top nine on the back end. Uh, yep. You know, and that's that's scary. I think you're basically banking on your back, you, you know, your, your defense saying, hey, we're playing in front of Bobrovsky and Spencer Knight, who are going to save our ass a little bit, um, which they can be a little shaky. Right, yeah, like I, I they, just, they're I don't really, know, they're really regretting that Sergei Bobrovsky signing. I think so like, too. We, we've already heard that they've, they've already tried to kick tires on a few people to take Bobrovsky, mm-hmm. um, and it's just not, it's just not happening. Yeah. Like it's, it's the problem when you drop ten dollars, ten million on a goalie. Yeah, this is. Um, I know that that sucks. Like I know that they're arguably the best, and they're most important, but like, I, all it takes is one season to go like, ooh, that was yeah. a bad idea. Yeah. Well, and they don't even have guys like they don't have Owen Tippett who could who could come in and play a top six role. You know, he might not be the the goal scorer that you thought you drafted, but he's better than fucking Balsers or Verhage. Like, come on, dude. Um, yeah, I just I think this team got worse. They're for sure not President Trophy winners. Uh, no. You know, I think hot hot take. This is a this I would I would throw this team into the category of like we're talking like Montreal Canadiens level. Drop decrease in talent. Damn. Like I'm, I'm thinking like it's it's that bad. Like I, this defensive core is just scary. Not impressive. Scary. I don't like it. Um, you've got it, this. I'm getting I'm getting huge Toronto Maple Leafs vibes. Yeah. It, with a you with know, a where, worse forward group. Yes, right? with a worse forward group. Yeah, that's yeah, scary. I, I just I don't. It, you know, the loss of Mackenzie Weger is is devastating. I know I ride high on that guy, but he's so fucking good. Right, and he has um, defensive lapses, but come on, dude. Like, you got to yeah, score some goals, too. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you got to have somebody that can quarterback that power play. Sure. Uh, is going to hurt. Like, uh, you're going to see... Barkov is still a very good player, mm-hmm. but you're going to see... I just don't think that the combination of Kachuk and Barkov is going to... Uh, it, it, it's not going to equate. Mm-hmm. Like the chemistry that Huberdeau and Barkov had is just not going to be the same. Right. So I, it's I think you know that like Sam Bennett and Sam Reinhardt are fine. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree, yeah. but I I think that this is a team. I think they're still good enough to make the playoffs, but like we're gonna see a huge decline in this. Team. I think I unfortunately. Yeah, I agree. I think my final thought is I think they're battling those teams towards the bottom, like Boston and, and even Detroit. Right? Like I think they're I think they're they're closer this year to battling for those wild card spots yep. than we even thought that they would be after last yep. year, right? Like they're going to take a huge step yeah, back. I think they're going to be a drop. Uh, God bless you. Woo. Okay. Um, moving on to a next team that we really don't need to spend really any time on. Uh, the <laughs> Montreal Canadiens. And uh, they're bad to the next team. And uh... they're, they are bad. They will miss the playoffs. Um, they got Sean Monahan, uh, dude. Come on, they're gonna fucking they're gonna come out of nowhere. Uh, who is injured? <laughs> uh, Carey Price will never play hockey again. I know that's sad, dude. Um, that is sad. Your starting goalie is Jake Allen. Oh, which yes. worked out so well. Which worked out so well for the St. Louis Blues. So, oh, God, I'm gonna watch a old, lot of Canadians games this year. Yeah, uh, I mean the the top the, they'll be exciting. Sure, you know they might they might they might there, there's gonna be a lot of high scoring games. Um, but this is this is a bad. Oh my god! I just looked at their defensive core. God, this is scary. a bad team. It's scary. Michael Matheson, David Savard, Joel Edmondson, Justin Barrett. They're gonna get fuck it. They're this. 
Oh, man, if you're a Montreal Canadiens season ticket holder, I am sorry. Good like, luck. Maybe maybe you can sell some tickets to some Maple Leafs fans when they come into town because you are not getting your I money back. I think this Justin Barron, I think it's a kid, right? I, I feel like he just got drafted not too long ago. Let me look. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's probably the only guy. Christian Dvorak on that second line. Yeah, he's wow. 20. So, I mean, yeah, so this kid, this kid was... First line will be fun, I guess. Mike Hoffman, Nick Suzuki, and Cole Caulfield. Like they'll they'll maybe put some points sure. up. That, you know, uh, when you're on a team this bad, uh, you got to look for every silver lining. And uh, as a Red Wings fan and a, as a Ducks fan, you got to look for you know silver linings. <laughs> um, you know, Nick Suzuki and Cole Caulfield could try to go for personal records. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think because um, they will they will be carrying the offensive load for this. Team. I think forward wise, this is a little more interesting of a team than we think it is. Uh, just because yeah. they have some guys like Kirby Doc maybe figures it it's, out. It's interesting. Sure, it's interesting. It's, I, I will, I'll, I'll level with you on sure. that. But I mean, Evgeny Dodonov is like, I think we've all seen now that it. He was, you know, there was there were some people that were holding out that like, oh, he was just on a bad team, mm-hmm. and that one year that he did really good in Florida will come back. Like, no, that's that was a fluke. He's he is not that great. He's still living in the um, fucking past, man. Yeah, He's just uh, Kirby Doc is. I, I honestly do think Kirby Doc needs more time. Um, I'm, I'm kind of sad that Chicago gave up on mm-hmm. him, but I, I, it's, he's not enough to move the needle, and I think, honestly, playing for this shitty Montreal Canadiens team is going to hinder his development. If he plays all year with Brandon Gallagher, you, you never know. I mean, he could, he, could have a, he could have a season where he's like, okay, yeah, no, I kind of get it. Yeah. Yeah. There, this, positives on this team, there, there's, there's a lot of potential here for some good players to set personal bests. Sure. But I'm sorry, with with this defense, you're not winning hockey. I games. think best case scenario, you are losing hockey games five to six. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, I think that's what we're looking at with best, this team. Best case scenario, you are losing track beats. Sure. Um because you, you, you do have some interesting forwards, yeah. You do have some interesting forwards, I'm not gonna say good, but interesting. Mm-hmm. Um but your defense and your goalies are so bad. That's ridiculous, dude. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like Sam Sam Mountain Bolt has been a career backup right. and jake allen has been relegated to backup so you're not getting carry price it's yeah so it this is and, and even when you get sean monahan back like that's not gonna move the needle yeah. no this is this is yeah i bottom bottom they are they are in the bo bo byram no not bo byram uh connor bedard connor bedard thank you they're in the connor bedard space. <laughs> i agree I don't. I just. I, as much as I think their forward group could surprise, I don't. It's just not going to be enough with that back end and the fucking tendies tandem, dude. That's just gross. That's it's bad. A, that's this, about as bad as, a bad as it gets team. in the league on that, on that back yeah, end. Yeah, this is a bad team. This they they will probably be last in the league. Yeah, very good. Well, you forget about a team that's playing in Mullet Stadium. Well, oh well, that's that's. I don't. You know that team is spunky, <laughs> and if they're in the West, it's not like. I, yeah, you're right. You're probably. I don't. They'll be I don't know they'll if I ever want to hear you say the word spunky again. Spunky, spunky. the little spunky guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, All right, let's jump over to a team that is also really trying to hype itself up. Uh, uh, the New Jersey Devils. Yeah. Um, I I'm sorry. I I I love the idea of the Devils being successful. They were one of my favorite teams growing up. Uh, but this is, I'm sorry, like, this is kind of like almost a Boston Bruins situation where they just brought, they just brought the team back. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, the addition of Andre Palat is not going to, I, I, as much as I like Andre Palat, I think that he benefited greatly from being on good lines. Well, we've seen that a lot with Tampa's players that go to other yeah. teams, right? 
Yeah. Um, Sharon Go like it's it's a young, exciting team. I, I understand that there's a lot of promise. Maybe like a Red Wings situation two years ago where you've got young, interesting guys. Um, but this is I mean, we're still again, what are we what are we talking here? Are we gonna convince ourselves that a defensive core of Ryan Graves, Dougie Hamilton, Jonas Sigenthaler, Damon Ser- Servison, Brendan Smith, and John Mar- John Marino this is just not gonna do it. I mean, you're, I mean, I, I don't even know if it's that. I think you, you're gonna tell me a, a Mackenzie Blackwood, Vitek, Vanacek combination no. is gonna win a ton of games. Like, it's just not. Yeah, this is just a, this is a, this is a, I mean, this is a better version of what we just said about Montreal. Sure. Like, is this team better than Montreal? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think their I think their back end is better actually. Yeah, there's some interesting, exciting pieces here. You got a lot of young guys that could pop off this year. Um, but you know, I it, Eric Halla is you know a, a journeyman. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just there. I don't see enough talent on this team, enough forward depth and veteran presence to really make a push. I think um, I think this I, team is a year or two before we really start thinking about them. Yep. Is that yep, fair? I agree. That yeah. it's they're they're heading in the right direction. Sure. Like they're they're I if I'm a Devils fan, there is reasons to be positive. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think it's just not like this is not this this team is not better than the Detroit Red Wings. Sure. This team's not better than the Columbus Blue Jackets. Right. I don't. I think. I know? think this is what you want to see. I think. I think you see this is a natural step for teams who are getting closer. Is bringing in a guy like Palat, bring, yes. bringing in a guy like Eric Halla, yep. right? I think those are those are good s- moves. Good moves. Are steps. Good moves. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I, this is this is not a playoff team. No, it's and I think um, I think it, no nobody in the New Jersey fan base wants to hear this, but I think we're starting to get question marks around Nico Hersher. Like mm-hmm. the, the, it's it's small whispers; they're quieted in the basement whispers at the moment. But if you said that two years ago, year ago, that you you, you didn't, there were no whispers. Mm-hmm. But you're starting to get a few, just a, a quiet descent descent from Nico Hurst. I think you're just if you're a New Jersey fan, you're waiting for Jack Hughes to really pop off and steal that yeah. first line center role yep. because Nico Hughes is is a second line center. He is a second line yep. center. Absolutely. Yep. yep. This is I mean it's they're heading the right direction, that's good, but I mean you still got no depth really. Um your defensive core is is Dougie Hamilton, right. you know, like this is it's just kind of frightening. I think John Marino could surprise. Um I, I liked him in Pittsburgh, to be completely honest with yeah, you. Yeah, no, he's he um, got some potential. I think he's good, but yeah, you're I, again. It's you can kind of tell how much, like at the end of the day, you can tell how much leadership trusts a team on their goaltending. Mm-hmm. And Mackenzie Blackwood, like I, it's they're just not they don't want to pay money for a good goalie right now, so they're going to keep with Mackenzie Blackwood and just roll the dice mm-hmm. on him again. Yeah, and hope and Vitek Vanacek is. And just hope Vanacek just randomly figures it out. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So, I mean, good, sure, but not great. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, moving on. I have a hot take for this team. The New York Islanders. Oh, boy. The New York Islanders will be bottom five in the league. I am jumping on that bandwagon, and I will sink with that ship as well. Okay. Um recently Luda Lamorello came out saying like it was a good thing we did nothing dude really (laughs) right like dude you're losing it like um this is a bad team (laughs) this is not good 
It's it's <clears throat> like you just lost Barry Trotz, the guy that with the duct tape that was keeping this this mediocre team semi elite. This could be an absolute fucking dumpster. Yeah, this could be like Sorokin's just gonna get fucking lit up. Varlamov <laughs> can't be helped. Um looking at this blue line, like it's this is bad. If you have Barry Trotz, this is okay. Sure. But your best player is fucking Noah Dobson. Right. The rest of the rest of these guys are are generic faceless pricks. How, like you still have fucking Kyle Palmieri. You got Zach Zach Parise. Chance. Yeah. Come I, on, these guys could easily win the fucking title, like the scoring title. What are you talking about? Let's tr- let's try a, a Jean Gabriel Pajot again. This that might work out. Dude. <laughs> the only the only there's there's only like three guys on the fucking like Bavillier is okay. Brock Nelson's not going to move the needle, especially especially no. on a team where he's now going to be asked to play more offensively. Palmieri's punching above his weight class. He's a third line. He's a third line at winger. this point. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, um, Anders Lee is going to be good for you know maybe a point a game again, but that's not you know. But Brock Nelson, I'd argue, is even punching above his his belt. Well, here. that's what like that's Brock what Nelson's saying. good, but he's a second line center. So the reason I think Brock Nelson is good is because with with Trots he could play that defensive mind state. Whereas it sounds like they, they, they moved to this coach because he has the guy has the guy's ears basically saying we need to play a little more offensive. You want Brock Nelson to play more offensive? You're gonna mm. you're gonna regret that instantly. That's gonna be a horrible decision. And you're gonna especially with the defense that you have, you're gonna leave Sorokin out to fucking dry. And some of these yeah. teams, you're gonna get waxed by fucking Florida. You're gonna get waxed by fucking Columbus. Has more goal. You your know? defense, your defense is going to fall apart. You're, if you, exactly. if you don't have a defense first mentality with this team, your defense is going to. Oh, for up. God's sake! Exactly. Like I, it just. So, and you're gonna you're gonna be relying on Sorokin to make forty five saves a night. Right, and you're and you're basically telling me like, yeah, okay, glad we got Trots out of there. Now we can really breathe and play. You know, our hockey we want to play. You think Matthew Barzal is going like? He's he's uh, comparing him to some of the other quote-unquote top centers in the league give me a fucking break dude like he's he's not this is not a good team the only positive i see here is maybe oliver wallstrom that's the only and i'm with you 100 percent. that's the only guy i'm kind of excited about is to see oliver wallstrom not under trots because i think wallstrom does have some of that offensive ability but it's not enough to carry this team into a fucking spot what's he gonna do right now right now he's slated on the second power play with zach parisi josh bailey and kyle palmieri yeah, like I just, what the fuck is he gonna do with I that? Don't know. I don't think he lasts long on that third line. I mean, well, because they're gonna dig themselves into a hole real fucking quick, yeah, and they're gonna is, have to put so this. Person. I, I will, I will edit it what I just said. Uh, not bottom five in the league, bottom five in the conference. That's fair. They will be bottom five in the conference. That's fair. I look at their defense, and I, I, I still, I will hold. I sure. I mean, they're gonna be kinda, better. I'm kind of even like I've been. I've been kind of quietly like re- like putting these in order right now. We've already got Montreal penciled in for last. Mm-hmm. I've got Devils penciled in down there. Coyotes um, got to be down Philly, there. Philly. Um, oh, I was just looking at Eastern Conference mm-hmm. right now. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I think. Ugh, yeah, that's. They're they're bad. They're, like the Islanders are not as they're they're this this lineup is not as good as Columbus. It's not as good as Detroit. It's not as good as Washington. It's not as good as Boston. You're like you're not as I don't even think they're good as Ottawa. I I think I think they're that's that's a fair argument. I just I don't. This team doesn't intrigue me when you just lost. You just let 
the, one of the best coaches in the league go who was literally like making you, this team much better than it was. Come on. You have made it very clear that you're trying to go for a change in philosophy in the sense that you want more offense. Sure. Okay, great. The team that you have does not have a lot of offensive doesn't weapons. Doesn't do that, right? Like, that's, why, that's why Barry Trotz was focusing so hard on shut down D and playing boring hockey because that's the only way this team is going to be good. You don't have... Anthony Bavillier is at bet... Let's... Okay, optimistic for everybody. Bavillier is going to be 20, 25 goals. Sure. Brock Nelson, 20, 25 goals. Kyle Palmieri, again, we're being really optimistic. Let's say 20 goals. Sure. Anders Lee, you're looking at 25 goals. Yeah, to 30. Matthew, Lee, Lee can score some goals. He That's... 25, 30. Yeah. Okay, 25, yeah. 30. Matthew Barzal, let's say he has a hell of a rebound season. We're looking at 25, 30 mm-hmm. goals. Josh Bailey, you're looking at 10 to 15. Mm-hmm. Zach Parise, you're hoping you're hoping you're hoping 10. to get 10. <laughs> yeah. You're hoping to get 10. Uh, Pajot, 10. Oliver Wallstrom, you're hoping that he has a 25, 30 goal season. You're just fucking praying. Like you're hoping. Yeah, I... Like you're hoping. And then Matt Martin, Casey Zizekas, you're hoping five goals each. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. that's... That's I was optimistic on everyone. Right. That's that's the like, top. I wasn't being real. I wasn't being realistic. Right. I was being optimistic on literally every person. Yeah, that's the top. You do of not the game. You don't have a forty goal scorer on this team. Mm-hmm. You don't even have a guaranteed thirty goal scorer on this team. No, I think the only person who I could convince myself that would get close to thirty is Lee. Honestly, uh, yeah. that's it. Lee, Lee or Wallstrom. If, if 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 they utilize Wallstrom and he Wallstrom pops up, well, yeah. He, but that's the thing; he's um, still a young dude. Like he could he could defense. Got to take a little time. Defense does does any of these defensemen even get does any of these defensemen even sniff ten goals? I think Dobson does. Um, Maybe I think Do- Dobson is a is a pretty damn good defenseman. But I, okay, to be honest with you, man, like and and, and Romanov, like that's a you know we'll see what happens. Uh, Pollock is okay. Okay, we'll do, we'll do the optimistic thing again. Dobson gets ten to fifteen. Sure. Romanov ten, uh, and then the rest what fives if, across if the board, even, dude. Like, okay, okay, yeah. Like you're you're hoping they make it up in assists. Yeah, I look like okay. So the, so pretty much that entire defensive core is just a lot of defensive defensemen. Besides maybe Dobson and Romanov has a little bit of offensive, mm-hmm. but. Guys that are going to get walked. Yeah, yeah. like, if, and if you're gonna if you're gonna change your scheme away from what they were doing with Trots, where basically those guys were just like pillowed, right? Like you're just basically you're cushioning them because you know making mm-hmm. them look mm-hmm. look much better based on the schemes and stuff that we're running out. Uh, this team's gonna get like the defense is just gonna get fucking worked, man. They're bad. I, I this is this is I a, don't this like a this bottom team. five team in the league. I agree. Yeah, that's a bottom five team. I agree. I just yep. and, and and I think I think they're gonna be you know maybe they're refreshed with a new coach, but I think the other side of that is they have to learn new systems. They have to you know learn what it's like to play under a new coach. It can go either way. I think they could also just shit the pool, and that's where they're sitting all yeah. year, right? Like. I just yep. this team doesn't this team doesn't do it for me. I've never like I've never really had any sort of a, a hard on for the for the Islanders besides the fact that Trotz was there, right? And yep. I think that's you know now that he's gone, sure maybe I'm a little biased, but you're gonna mm-hmm. tell me Matthew Barzal is gonna gonna put up what a fucking eighty point season, which is what you need. You need multiple eighty point guys in order to make the playoffs. I don't think there's an eighty point guy on this fucking roster. Nope. Right. Like I not just, one. I not a just single don't one. See Lee, it. Lee is the closest, sure. and I would, I would be surprised if he's ever hit. Has he ever hit eighty in his career? I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Forty and forty. Maybe. Maybe. No, he hasn't even. Scored. I don't even think he scored forty goals yeah. before. And 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 to say that, okay, yeah, sure, we, you know, maybe we'll push a guy towards our eighty point mark. 
but we're going to change all of our systems so that it's all offensive and we're still not going to hit 80 point mark you you're, you're doomed you're fucked so i you're and and if Sorokin doesn't have a good year this this is a bad well team. if Sorokin doesn't stand on his fucking head like that's that's what right. it requires like, with this, this team is, we we are like we're like we, the, the the positives of this are like we're we're assume we've already assumed that Sorokin is having a good to great we're year. assuming that him and Varlamov don't miss a beat from trots if, right, like if if Sorokin if Sorokin's not putting up at least on average a point nine one five, and that's and even that that's uh, pushing it. Like if you're not if you're I mean if he's if he's around nine hundred, this is a bad team. Like this this is a bad team. Yeah, they're they're bottom ten in the league for sure. I just don't see them. Yeah. but it's just yeah. Like don't why are we kidding ourselves here? Which sucks because you know uh, of the two New York teams are the ones that I want to see the success sure. from. So, but yeah, it's. We'll see. They're, Lou's going to get a rude awakening and then either have to retool or not. It's not going to be his problem anymore. Yeah, so. that's true, too. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the other New York team that uh, has, has seemingly switched places with them, uh, the New York Rangers. Yep. Uh, this, is a, this is a good team. Uh, what what offseason stuff did they do? Uh, they they lost a couple guys. Uh, actually, they lost two guys to the Ducks, which is kind Benny of funny. Benny Trocek, okay. Yeah, they um, yeah they brought in Trocek. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think a lot a lot of this team is pretty pretty intact. Um, they made Truba the the captain, which I think is funny. Sure, that is funny. But um, great luck, good for the locker room. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, whatever. Um, the, I we definitely I think you and I are on the same page, and we say like this is a team that definitely punched above their belt last mm-hmm. year. Um, they played arguably the weakest team that made it in the playoffs, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I understand there probably is a different argument for that. Like you could argue that the Rangers were the weakest. Um, but they they kind of punched above their belt a little bit on that. Sure. Um, I, who'd they end up getting knocked out by? I know they beat the Penguins, Car- and then they played... Carolina? Or did they... No, they Carolina. beat Carolina, and then they got knocked they out beat- by Tampa. Tampa, yeah. okay. So I, I I mean I don't want to say that this is going to be a, like a Montreal Stanley Cup Finals repeat because mm-hmm. I, I don't think the fall is going to be that bad, mm-hmm. um, but I I do think the Rangers will stabilize a little bit. Um, I think they're in this in what we're looking at. I I would say that they're I'm confident to say that they'll make the playoffs. I am too. I honestly I don't. The only thing I can see here is. I think they actually. So I think worst case scenario, they actually stay the same. And and the reason I say that is because you have one more year of Lafreniere and Kako, right? Yeah. So if either of those guys steps up like they should, um, that's a look, number one, got, and that's a it, number two overall, right? Look, Igor Jesterkin is going to drag this team into the playoffs, kicking and screaming, regardless. No matter what, yeah, exactly. I mean, he's so he's like they're probably now. Are they gonna Are they gonna fight in the playoff? Who knows? Right, like right. I, we'll see. Um, that, that's another question. You know, they, they made it to the Stanley cup final. I, I don't think uh, I, if you had a gun to my head right now, you're like, chance, are they good enough to make the conference final? Or was that a fluke? I would lean toward fluke. Yeah, I agree. Um, I would lean toward fluke because they, they played a, if I remember correctly, a pretty battered hurricanes team. Right. So, but the only, the only argument I would make like hurricanes that? had like a third string goalie. in. Yeah, that's true. Though they, yeah, they had the fucking Russian kid who was still like getting into yeah. it with guys. Um, yeah, the only the only argument I would make against that is uh, one, two words, uh, Gerard Gallant. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's a good. He's coach. a good. He's a damn good coach. He honestly, you know, if he can get something, if honestly, 
all eyes are going to be on Capo Caco, right? If Caco can click with, say, Panarin and or, or somebody, he's just got to click with somebody on those top two lines. If he can mm-hmm. do that, um, look out. I mean, the kid is pretty damn good. He just, you know, yeah. he, he just needs to put it all together. If, if you're tweaking stuff, I mean, like, obviously this, t- I, I, I think this, you know, you need to, if you could upgrade the third line a little bit, I'm, I'd be okay with mm-hmm. that. It's it's still not bad. Sure. Um, Sammy Belay, Chidal, and... Uh, Krastov yeah. is it, it's it's a good third yeah. line. It's not a great third line. It could be right. better. Um, I don't mind that fourth line at all. Those are those are career fourth line guys that are vets. That's it, that's a stabilizing presence. Yeah. Um, it's my third line, and I, I'm upgrading the defense if I can. Yeah, I, w- I would have um, liked to see them get one more top. Like they, they need a top four guy. I don't know if Ryan Lindgren they could they could four. use one more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Kandri Miller, Zach Jones, and Brendan Schneider are question marks to me. Um, Ryan Lindgren is a stable, you know, he's, he's yeah, not, he does what he does. he's not going to fuck, he's not going to fuck up either. Um, Fox and Truberry are true stars on that. So I, it's, if I could, if I'm, if I'm upgrading this defense, like even, even better, just like a more, more stabilizing presence on the blue mm-hmm. line, you know, like I'm not necessarily looking for a gun, but I'm looking for something that's going to bring safety. Right. So, uh, they're making the, my thoughts. They're making the playoffs, um, but we'll see if it was a fluke or this this team's good. Yeah, but this is this is a good good prove it year for sure. I I couldn't agree more. All right, Ottawa Senators. Don't need to spend too much time on them because it's not. It's a young, exciting team with a lot of reason to be positive. Sure, but 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 they're still not. I mean, we haven't had any positivity out of out of Ottawa since they got rid of fucking uh, Carlson, right? So, it's it's the first time that we can say I think they're heading in the right direction. Sure. Yep. Which which is which is good. Which is positive mo- movement. Mm-hmm. You know, Brady Kachuk is always going to be stabilizing presence there. Uh, I don't know who Josh Norris is. Um, he he's had a couple good years actually. Him and Kachuk have some pretty okay. good chemistry. So okay. that's that's good. Yeah, it's not um, bad. Bather- Batherson's fine. Um, the, the that second line of Debrinkat, uh, Stutzel, and Jadrow is very interesting to mm-hmm. me. Um, you got you got old, young, and younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's going to be an interesting line. Um, the depth on this team is is terrible once again. Right. Um, once you get to the third line, this is I mean, yeah, it's not great. It's, it, this is still not a good team. They're not making the playoffs. Yeah, very top um, heavy. I, I know that. Yeah, they're they're top heavy. Looking at the defense again, same same thing. Yeah. Um, you know, Travis Hamanek. I have always been under on this yeah. guy. I don't think he's as good as people say mm-hmm. he is. Um, Shabbat's great. Brandstrom's fine. Zub is serviceable. Sanderson and Zaitsev are where right where they yeah. are. Um, so this is. I mean, it's it's the, this team did get better. They are heading in the right direction. They've got a great pipeline going, um, but. It seems like I say this almost every episode. Uh, Cam Talbot <laughs> is not good, and he's going to be and real bad on this team. Like it's he is not going. This is yeah. It's this is not. He's not going to do it. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. It's I, I think what stop trying to make Cam Talbot work. It's not going to work. <laughs> like I just, I don't understand why everybody is so willing to give this guy continued tries. He's the he's the Brian Elliott. Yeah, he's. There's, it's got to be a slogan of someone somewhere, right? Quit right. giving Talbot he, chances. Right. He's he's the he's Brian Elliott or Ilya Brzgalov. Yeah. Like, like, it's just not like he's just good enough 
to not go to the AHL. <laughs> Oh shit! Does this does so, this team make yeah, the playoffs? Chance that's that's kind of where I'm no. at. No, okay. No, I don't. I don't think so. I, I think they take a step forward. They're definitely not the bottom of the Eastern Conference. That's going to be reserved for the Montreal Canadiens. Sure. Um, I I don't even I don't I would even be for, like in the wild card how it stacks up. I would even say that they're not in the bottom five. Yeah, they they might make take a peek at it. They might take a quick. They might be you know in a playoff spot for a little bit. I think is where this team is, but. Uh, they're they're not they're they, not going to. They flirt it. with the idea of being a bubble sure. team, but ultimately, ultimately, the Red Wings and and Columbus are still better than this yeah. team. Yep. Um, I'd even argue that Buffalo's better than them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caps and Boston, obviously, uh, we have New York falling out. Mm-hmm. So I I I think that they get out of the basement. Yeah. You know, like that we sh- we see marketable progress. Yeah, I is what I guess I'm saying. I agree. There's and excitement you know, around this team good. for for the first time. So right. Like you're gonna, th- this will be a year where you're 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 gonna be you'll have something to be excited about. You'll be ex- you'll be able to be excited about personal bests. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you know. Uh, don't don't we have Yay, uh, somebody who's gonna? Yeah, don't you have something on here? Don't, isn't somebody a rookie on here? Oh, um, Jake Sanderson. Yeah, you've got you know he could maybe make a push for Calder. Nah, he's not that good. Uh, okay, fair enough. In any case, um, so yeah, I mean, if you're a Senators fan, it it's. You're heading in the right it's looking direction. Looking better. Yeah, it, it, this is this is definitely a better team than compared to last oh, year. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Like you were, I, Alex. I you've got a core now to build around. I think that's maybe your main takeaway mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. You know, Claude Giroux brings a stabilizing presence. He's not going to be there forever, but he'll be able to mentor some the future leaders of this team. Um, and 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 bring kind of a stabilizing presence until they can add more. Um. The Brinkat's going to be a future piece of this team. Brady Kachuk, obviously. Josh Norris is fine. Uh, Tim Stutzel is going to be, you know, it's it's there's there's reasons to be happy if you're an Ottawa Senators. Yeah, team. yeah, that it's group's looking a lot better. But, yep, it's still not making. Yeah, I mean, no, but, but no. Um, okay, literally not spending any time on this team at all. Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers, uh, they're bad. So let's jump to Pittsburgh. They're bad. Uh, I'm looking at this roster. And they're bad. Oh, but man, uh, they got is, Tony D, bro. They're they well. I mean, Tony D'Angelo is, I think, is underrated. You you know, he's he's more scorned because of his personal beliefs than his actual show on the ice. Yeah. Um, that's fine. I think he is a top line defenseman, yep. but unfortunately, he's surrounded by plugs. Trash. I just their trash. forward group is hilarious. This is this is yeah, the worst forward group in the league. It's, it's, it's gotta just, be. It's just a mishmash. Like it's just so fucking confusing. I don't. And and when you throw in Torts' system, this is a bad. This is team. a Torts team, though, isn't not? Isn't this a Torts team? I mean, they're that he's gonna co- he's gonna coach them to one zero games and lose in the shootout. Yeah, I mean, like, your, yeah, your top two probably. centers are, are middle six guys, right? Katuria yeah. and Kevin Hayes, and then. Yeah. You got fucking Scott Lawton, who's a third line guy, technically, right? Travis Konechny, yeah. sure, would be a second line guy somewhere. Cam Atkinson, second line guy somewhere. JVR is a third line guy at this point. Yeah. Owen Tippett yeah. and Faraby, maybe, but like, man, alive. It just mm. this is scary, dude. It's a, it's just a strange. Like, I don't know. Like, they kind of just like grabbed players. They didn't really like plan it's a it dart out. Dartboard. Yeah, exactly. Um. Uh, the only thing that I'll say, like, I, if I'm going to try to be nice to this team, like, I'm not ready to give up on Carter Hart just Same. yet. Um, I'm I'm still not 
in the camp. I know a lot of Philly fans have. I think I, the, the trade calls for Hart are there. That's hilarious, um, dude. I, and Let them fucking trade. I, him. Under, I understand it. Like, I get it. Like, is Carter Hart good enough to... Is he a Carey Price or a Shesterkin? No. No. But once you get that out of your head, and you put... Like, if you put... Would, I, would, uh, would the Toronto Maple Leafs love to have Carter Hart? Yeah, 100%. I think, yeah. you know, since he came in onto this team, they haven't been good. Right, so like, no, it's, no. like you're just not giving him an opportunity to play on a team that he can actually like. You, you trade him, sure. Like, if you're a Philly fan and you want to trade him, go ahead. Right, like, go yep. go ahead and trade him right now. That'd be fucking great for whatever team you trade him to. Right, if that if that mm-hmm. team has any sort of you know players on it, yeah. Like, yep. I, I mean, I, I don't mind Philly's. I don't mind Philly's D. It's actually not too bad. Um, I like I like the idea of Pravrov with D'Angelo. There's no there's no goals on this. Team. But there's just like yeah. Where they're... are you getting points from? I don't, I just don't I don't understand it. Like, but I think that it, 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 sure it's going to play perfectly into Tort's system because the, he doesn't have a star, right? He doesn't have, he doesn't sure. have a fucking single star on the front. There is not a there's not who's the closest person on this team that's a star. I I think you could make the argument for Konechny maybe is is God that's so right? sad. right but like though. maybe like that's so sad like Konechny's a. 25 goals right. for. And I think Joel Farabee is going to be a good player, a star? No. But that's those are the those are the guys you're looking at for offense right now, like maybe Owen Tippett, but yeah. Owen Tippett couldn't cut it in Florida either. Like I just mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's bad, man. It's just not look good. It was grim. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. All right, let's move okay. away from um, that fucking dumpster fire, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's a dumpster fire. Uh, bo- bottom five. Yeah, team. I think so too. In the in the conference. I think so too. Yeah. Um Looking at the Tampa Bay Lightning, also not much to talk about this. I mean, you're, you've got well, mostly on, the you usual jump back over here. to Pittsburgh real fast. Oh, do we, we skip, skip Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh? Yeah. Oh, okay, Pittsburgh it is. Um, this is an interesting team. Yeah, I, I don't hate it. They're trying to. They're trying to. They're kind of in a Boston situation yeah. where they're you know trying to Run get one back. more kick at the yeah. can. Um, resigned, resigned you know, Malkin, resigned uh, Raquel, resigned Latang. You know they're they're, they're trying they're they're there. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna write Pittsburgh in as a bubble team. Okay. Um, I because it's I think they're one of the like if Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin decide that they want to play hockey again, like then then yeah they'll drag them into the playoffs. We'll mm-hmm. see. Um, I don't know if they have the supporting cast to continue it, but we'll see. Uh, you know I. Pittsburgh is, is always Pittsburgh is always can the big guys be healthy. Well, and that's and that's going to be heavily reliant Good on it. Time. Like it's if they make it in the playoffs, I don't see them making it past the first round because this is basically what they did last year. Yeah, like this is this is this almost the same team. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, I like them locking up Raquel. I like them basically yeah. saying, okay, Malkin still got some fucking juice left. Let's see what he's got. Yep. Um, yep. They still have Carter. This is a wild. This is a wild card team. I agree. I, I honestly, I think I, I think it's a better team than boston even um and and the and the reason i say that is i think they're very i think they're very similar uh, sure i agree with that i think i think the reason i like a team like pittsburgh over a team like boston is because you have your one-two punch down the middle and i think mm-hmm. you know as much as i like bergeron as much as i like Krejci, uh i would much rather have a crosby malkin punch down the middle and fill in wingers on those two guys' lines does that make sense Right, like I think, I think for me, that's 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 where my mind goes. Yep. Is like, 
yep. those two guys, you just you can you could throw fucking grinders around those guys, right? And mm-hmm. the fact that mm-hmm. Malkin can sit in the fucking slot while those guys are just banging bodies down down low, like I would much rather have that than than you know you're basically banking on Bergeron to kind of get dirty in the corners occasionally, right? Like that's what yep. his game is, um, and and and, yep. and I'd rather have an old guy that sits in in the top of the circles and just fucking bombs one. You know what I mean? So like, I, I think that's, I yeah. lean towards them a little bit. I, I don't think they've taken a biggest step, step back to be out outside looking in. Right. I think they're still, you know, they're, 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 they're not going to lead their division. Yeah. Um, but they, they are still better than the average team. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I would, I would comfortably say that, you know, comfortably say bubble team. Sure. And I would, I would go on, uh, I'd go on a wild hair and say that they 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 snag a wild card. Yeah, spot. Petrie's not bad. I mean, their defense is a little sketchy. I I, I just don't. Latang goes down. Who are you, who's stepping up? Right? Like, yeah. What are they What are they doing? Point. And and he and he has. Yeah, a that's what he does. He, 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 he loves to get hurt. He enjoys it. I think. Yeah, he does. Um, he does. Yeah, exactly. he really likes it. And then and then yeah, they have yeah. a very so you know Tristan Jari is a pretty pretty decent goalie. So I mean, this isn't a bad team. I think you're right. I think this is still a playoff team. So. Yeah, I, I mean, not going to do anything in the playoffs, no, but no, but. Playoff team. Uh, all right, moving on to Tampa Bay. We don't need to say much. Uh, Tampa is. I mean, this is this is the, the. You know, their big thing was they're trying to keep the gang sure. together. The you know, good, they're doing the their very best all, to <laughs> to just minorly tweak the roster here and there, yep. minor minor cuts to cut money to still keep the gang all mm-hmm. together. Um, but there's, I mean, there's no notable real additions here. Yeah. They locked um, up a couple no, of their RFA's, which I I, I think is is pretty yeah. important. So. Well, I mean, I mean, who wouldn't want to play with the, who wouldn't want to play for this team? That's like, true. It's, yeah, that is very true. Like you're you're at this point. I mean, the, the most notable thing here is Vlad Vlad Nemestikov is back. Man, Mikhail Sergachev at fucking eight point five a season for the next eight years. That's a lot yeah. of money for that kid. It's a lot of money. That's, I mean, sure, thirty eight points in seventy eight games. Sure, I get that twenty four. Yeah. But that is that is big time money for a kid who you're just basically saying like I hope he. I hope he gets close to fifty. Yeah, like that's yeah. that's fifty point no, I, defenseman money right there, right? You've got you've got as long you I mean you've got Stamkos, Kucherov, Point. Uh, as long as you've got those guys and Vasilevsky with Hedman and Sergachev, like you're sure. you're you're uh, yeah. They 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 are. I would say that they are in the top three to win the Stanley Cup. So. Insert NHL twenty thirty randomly generated yep. names around them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, there's not, there's not, they didn't make a lot of additions. It's just, they know that they have a good team and they're doing everything they can to try to keep it together. So, yep. And, and it, for the most part, they have yep. done that. Resigned, resigned so. Shirelli, resigned Chernak as well. Um, yep. But yeah, you're right. They just basically were like, yeah, let's see what happens again. Let's take another, I mean, it's, it's worked twice already. Yeah, fuck. Let's do it again. Yeah, might as well. Why not? Yeah. All right. Um, moving on. Let's see here. We're coming to the end of the list here almost. Uh, oh, the Toronto a Maple Leafs. Uh, I think this team takes a big step back. Ooh, that's spicy. Hot take. Hot, Hot takes. Uh, well, I, and and here's my. I mean, my argument for this is very simple. Uh, they did not get better over the offseason. Sure. They got worse. Uh, it's it's the same team as last year, except now your starting goalie is Matt Murray. That hurts my soul a lot. I am, am I wrong? Who you got? Mark Giordano. We already talked about him. He doesn't move the needle too much. Like they they literally added no one in this front lineup. It's every, everybody's the same. It's the usual suspects here. Like if you're like, oh, I remember what the roster was last year, but I don't remember that. No, it's the same. 
Everything is basically the same, except Matt Murray's now your starting goaltender. Uh, so I think those two are going to split a little more than we think. I think Samson, I think uh, Samsonov is going to split a little more with Murray than we think, especially if Murray gets off to a slow start. I think, I think that they're going to. That's still that, you know, e- either. Way. I think we're talking, I think we're talking 900 level goaltending. Right yeah. Now. Either way. It's, it's not going to be pretty. When you're, when you're a run and gun team, like the Toronto Maple Leafs, where offense is your, is, is your strength. Uh, you you can't. I, I just I don't. It's not gonna be okay. Maybe I'll walk that back a little bit. Maybe not a huge step back, but they're not going. They'll still make the playoffs. You've got enough people here to make the mm-hmm. playoffs. Like that's I, I, I'm not saying the make not making the playoffs, but this is not this this they got worse. I wonder if they, I, I'd be curious to see their cap situation. So I wonder if that's the plan, right? I wonder if their plan is to kind of keep. Keep you keep stuff down a little bit, and then you know come to the trade deadline. You're they're probably in a spot, right? I mean, this is still this is the same team as last year, right? So still mm-hmm, a pretty mm-hmm, still a pretty mm-hmm. good team. So I wonder if they're saving a little space to to add somebody that's you know getting shipped off. Um, maybe like maybe that's the plan, but yeah, I agree. I mean, their goaltending got worse. You know, since it's Toronto, everybody everybody is linked to trade rumors for Toronto. Sure. Since it's Toronto, um, I, I've the, the latest round of is uh, Patrick Kane to the Maple Leafs. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm like, with what cap right. space? Yeah, like, that's what do you, too, that's what too you, much you know. Kane money. Yeah, yeah, I, and their and their um, D's exactly the same, right? I mean, it's a pretty much the exact yeah. same same roster there. So, yeah, I mean, you're basically replacing a guy like Jack Campbell who had a pretty nice year with them uh, for mm-hmm. <laughs> Matt Murray, who yeah. chance you forget has a fucking cup to his name, so. Yeah, doesn't he have two? Yeah, I think he technically was there. Oh yeah, he was there for both. Yeah, he, we walked him through the mm. first one, and then because uh, because Flurry was out, and then him and Flurry kind of split the next one. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you never know. He could figure it out finally. Yeah, it's possible. Okay, last team in the okay. East, the Washington Capitals. Woof. Uh, I, I, I confident again. I will say bubble team. Yep. But uh, my hot take, I don't think they make the playoffs. I, I, the only, and for, correct me if I'm wrong, the only big offseason move that they made was Darcy Kemper is now the starter here. Yes, there is another intriguing one that I, I, I wanted to talk about, um, but it's not a big one. It's not necessarily big. Okay. I, uh, I just don't, like, this team is another year older with the usual suspects. Mm-hmm. Um, they, as we saw in the next round, they lost to a fake good team, mm-hmm. the Florida Panthers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, ju- I, I do think Kemper is an upgrade on what they had previously, Definitely. but I don't th- like, you're bringing back all the regulars to where I just don't, it's one more year on, you know, always I know Ovi's chasing the goal record, but I think we're gonna. Get, I think this is the first year we get to the point where we care more about Ovi breaking the goal record than we do about making the playoffs. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think that's going to become the bigger the bigger goal here is that we're setting up Ovi from his office on one timers and giving him the puck on empty mm-hmm. nets uh, instead of making the playoffs. Because let's let's be real. Even if I'm wrong and they do make the playoffs, they're not going is, anywhere. They're not going anywhere. They're not, you know, maybe maybe a favorable first round matchup gets them to the second round, sure. but they're not 
They're not. They're not one of the elite teams in this league. Yeah, I agree. Or in the in the conference. I agree. I you just they they have so many holes, man. Just so many holes in this lineup. It's just crazy to me. Yeah, I I mean it's Carolina is a better team than them. I think the Rangers beat yeah. them. Uh, I think I think Pittsburgh probably dominates. Not not dominates, but it, it that'll be a, that'd be a close series. Um, even with how flower Florida fell, I think Florida's still a better team than mm-hmm. them. Um. Toronto's probably a better team than them. Tampa's definitely a better team than them. And they're on I'd say they're on the same level as Boston. I completely again. agree. I think that's the exact team that I would put them I I, I just assume those two are going to end up very close in the standings. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, the, so the, Darcy Kemper is a really nice pickup, right? They had two young goaltenders that they were just trying to fucking go for it. Um they actually ended up moving both of them, which I think is ironic, but um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Darcy Kemper is a, is a big-time upgrade from those guys. Um, but, I mean, the rest of the team is is essentially the same, minus you don't even have any sort of games from Backstrom right now. Um, right. But I, one of the pickups that I think is a little underrated for this team is is Dylan Strom. I mean, Dylan Strom, as a second-line center, he can, he can move agree. the needle a little bit. So I agree. Dylan, Dylan Strom was underutilized in Chicago and not really appreciated. 100%, man. Um, yeah, I, I think that that is a good ad. Is it enough to no, it's no fix the decay? No, it's no, no. It's no I, I just, I don't know. Like, it's it, it. Could I be wrong? Of all the teams that I have made a hot take on in this podcast, like, am I could I could Ovi drag this team into the playoffs, kicking and screaming? Absolutely. Sure. And if there's up. anybody can do it, it's him. Up. Those two sure. have good chemistry. Yeah. Could they do it? But I mean, the, the clock's ticking, yeah. man. No, I I agree. I think this is this is just another bubble team. This is another team like they've just been in it so long that. I think we're kind of still just giving them the benefit of the doubt. Like, oh, yeah, Caps, Caps yeah. will make it. Uh, same with Penn, same with Boston. I mean, that's just, those have been the teams over there, right? Um, so yeah. I think, but I think they're really, they're going to have to earn it this year if they want to make it in. I think they're they're going to be right on that bubble with some of these new teams. Like, you know, uh, shit, I mean, Buffalo could fucking surprise for all we know, right? I mean, like, you know, they're, they're going to they're gonna be playing against, you know, in that Eastern Conference with a bunch of teams like the Red Wings that are just fucking hungry. You know they're ready to make that step to the next level, and and Washington's not. Uh, I mean, arguably the exact same, uh, if not maybe a little better. Maybe maybe a little yep. better, but um, yep, yeah. I think it's uh, Detroit and Columbus. I think yeah, are the Columbus. two teams yep. that. Yep. D- Detroit and Columbus, I think, are the ones that that make these. Detroit and Columbus make the Capitals and Boston sweat. Yeah, big time. Yep, big time. Um, they're the ones. They're the they're the two teams that are going to be really hounding them. I think all season uh, to 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 do that because you're not worried about Montreal. You're not worried about Ottawa. You're not worried right. about Philly. You're not worried about New Jersey. Uh, we already wrote off the Islanders. Yeah. Um, you know Buffalo maybe hangs in there a little better than they have, but I'm not worried about them right. too much. Um, I, I think it's it's Detroit takes a big step forward. Columbus takes a big step I forward. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, uh, I think the I think the East is a lot more exciting for a playoff race than the West, which is weird to yeah, say. I think the West is pretty pretty top heavy, right? Like we're we're gonna run it back with you know, fuck Ducks or Ducks Ducks might be okay, but it's just fuck. You look at Calgary, even with Vegas without attendee, um, you got Coyotes on the other side. Winnipeg is for sure gonna be worse, right? Like, yeah, I, it's. Winnipeg, Chicago, Arizona—you can just write them yeah, off. Done. I just man. Um, Seattle, Anaheim, and San Jose—you can write them off. Yeah. Done. Yeah. So now you've got you know 
uh, you're we're only dealing with two you know two teams here really that are gonna in the yeah, wild they're gonna hey, that are gonna be making a, a push and could go oh dang it I didn't make it right like <laughs> right exactly like at that point though because I'm it's it, is Seattle better this year yes and making the playoffs fuck yeah man. I don't know if they will but I mean no yeah, way I think they needed a little more on the on the back end I think play. they're they're not gonna be 27 and 49 bad right. but with a with a negative 69 goal differential yeah it doesn't help. No, that doesn't help. But no, I, Coyotes aren't making the playoffs. Chicago's actively not ma- like even like <laughs> say they get it and just Patrick Cade is just like having a renaissance and just dragging this team. Like they would, they will trade him to make sure this team doesn't make the. It playoffs. would take a hundred and forty point season out of Patrick Kane for them to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, it's just Tane and Cade just have a fucking renaissance. <laughs> just like we we like they're playing like they're twenty two again. Oh, they're getting traded tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, like they, Kane, they, Kane's gonna score his first fucking goal of the season, and the, the GM's gonna be like, "Yeah, he's out of here, isn't he?" Manage, management will actively submarine this. They're, they won't even hide it. They'll be like, "Yeah, uh, Patrick Kane was playing too well." So hey, guys, uh, like here's the thing, right? We gotta yeah. get rid of Patty. Do you want him? He's playing really good right now. We just can't afford yeah. him to play good right now. We can't. We can't. What do, do you want good? for him? Like it's you, not you a know, first round pick. He's fucking it up, right? He's fucking it up for everybody. He's fucking it up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, so, but, I mean, so you're, you know, you know we're talking, bubble teams-wise, we're talking Nashville, we're talking Dallas, we're talking Vancouver, we're talking mm-hmm. Vegas. Um, L.A., maybe, if you don't think that they were real last year. Um, Edmonton's going to be fine. Calgary's going to be fine. Colorado's going to be fine. Minnesota's going to be fine. Blues are going to be fine. So, you know, we're we're arguing over a matter of degrees mm-hmm. here. You know, I, I it's, sorry, maybe, maybe... No, no, I'm not even. I'm not. I'm going to take hard takes on all of these. Winnipeg's not making the fucking playoffs. Chicago's not making the playoffs. Arizona's not making the playoffs. Seattle's not making the playoffs. Anaheim's not making the playoffs. San Jose's not making the playoffs. Vancouver's probably not making the playoffs. Anaheim's going to sneak in. You just wait. You think so? Okay. If 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 Mason McTavish has, if he continues, <laughs> just, he just has a fucking 120 point season. We could easily do it. You're right. I mean, is is. Is is are the ducks like one Gibson tantrum away from like fuck this? I'm just gonna do everything. Yeah, they're they're that away from being in the playoffs. Like it just depends on how angry Gibson's gonna be. Like it if he just decides like you know what fuck this I'll do it myself. I think the problem with Gibson is he wants to play every single game and he needs a break every once in a while. He know, I think that's his problem. Right, but he's aware that if he's not playing, they're going to lose. That is true. He is very aware that if he's not in that net, they will lose the hockey yeah. game. I, I think I think they're going to be better than next year. I really like, I, I liked where, it, it'll be interesting to see what Zegris and Terry, if they can, you know, do what, if they didn't, if they can't do what they did last year or get anywhere close, they're fucking bottom dollars again. But, uh, yep. you know, those two, those two are pretty slick. And then Mason McTavish is very underrated. So we'll see. Well, I guess after World Juniors, he's not underrated anymore. He's MVP. Sure. Ducks, Ducks had back-to-back sure. MVPs in the World Juniors. That's just fucking Woo-hoo. stupid. But Go we'll Ducky. see if... Go yeah, that's, that's the only thing I've been able to cheer for for the last five years, so... Yay! That, that and Zegris on the cover of NHL 2023 in shorty shorts. Yeah, so. I know. Fucking just bent... Like, stupid picture, too. Like, what are we... Oh, that cover sucks. I, I Honestly, like... It's so bad. I don't know if I'll even... Like it's Zegris, so I'll probably buy it because I'm a fucking nerd. But uh, mm-hmm. like you said, the gameplay I heard is still shitty. Like, just come on. Like, well, there's nothing new. 
don't know. hasn't hasn't been a new game since 2015. And I just end up playing fucking it's, GM it's just, mode or or uh, what's the what's the B of B. And they haven't revamped that since 2015 right. either. Yeah, it's just stupid. I'm making like like none of that is. I'm changed. making like good hockey trades. Like no, you got to send me at least six first round picks for this guy. It's like they shut the mm-hmm. fuck up. Yeah, they haven't they haven't changed it. Like all these other be a pro modes. I love be a pro. Yeah, I know that that's a. I I like I like that's B-A-Pro. my be a pro mode is so fucking cool. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's so like you start playing it's so fucking dumb and unrealistic. Yeah. Like ah, it's so it's frustrating and it hasn't been revamped in years since they made mm-hmm. it. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, Karama. Okay. We are done. We that are is, that recapped. That is a fucking meaty episode. I hope that, that satiates everybody. Yeah, everybody's like, they were drooling, and now they're, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, we can, uh, yeah, we can go on with our we days. can last for a little mm-hmm. longer. Okay. Yeah, I get, they can wait for another month now. Perfect. All right. Well, I mean, we'll get a little better as we get closer to uh, yeah, this season, obviously. Tra- training camps and preseason will be pretty good. Sure. So. All right, everybody, that's it for us. Uh, check us out on Twitter. We're pretty active on there nowadays. If you want to say mean things to us, we're on we there. We like it. It turns us on a little yeah. bit. We do. It, we it's we 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 continually like to be. Abused. You guys are spoken idiots. Yeah, thank you. Say it. Say it again. Say it a little bit dirtier this time. A little quieter. Goddamn right. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll uh, we'll see you next Bye. time.